93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, January 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, PennDOT crews moved swiftly Sunday afternoon ahead of a storm that brought a wintry mix to the Delaware Valley. The tri-state area was hit with the winter storm that brought heavy snow to the west and a mix of snow, sleet, and rain to the east. The Pennsylvania Emergency Management Agency Executive Deputy Director Jeff Thomas said that they would be in close contact with the county emergency management and state agency partners to stay aware of conditions and provide help when needed. Among the largest concerns for officials were drivers on the roadways during the storm. Uh, They urged Pennsylvanians and visitors to stay in and stay warm during the storm and only travel if absolutely necessary. PennDOT since lifted some of the temporary speed restrictions on major roadways in the PennDOT District 5 region, which includes Berks, Carbon, Lehigh, Monroe, Northampton, and Schuylkill counties. Yeah, Kathy, this is like a, uh, and I was saying to Preston, uh, I can take storms like this all winter because it's basically self-shoveling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You get the the pretty view (laughs) for a little while off. And then it takes care of itself. Then it goes away. It's fantastic. I saw somebody on Instagram said, make sure you go out on your back deck and get a picture of the snow on your furniture. Uh, PennDOT is urging motorists to avoid unnecessary travel, but those who must head out uh, will still see some reduced speeds to 45 miles per hour. Commercial vehicles must stay in the right lane while the speed restriction is in place on these roads. Uh, while PennDOT recommends not traveling during winter storms, motorists can check conditions on more than 40,000 roadway miles, including color-coded winter conditions on 2,900 miles by visiting 511PA.com. The site is free and available 24 hours a day, provides traffic delay warnings, weather forecasts, traffic speed information, and access to more than 1,000 traffic cameras. The storm is still bringing a few showers, coastal flooding, and up to 50-mile-per-hour winds. A wind advisory is posted until 1 a.m. Tuesday, and a winter storm warning continues for the Poconos until noon today. President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden packed carrots and apples into food boxes for the hungry and chatted with volunteers Sunday at a food bank as part of a day of service for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The couple traveled about a half an hour from their Wilmington, Delaware residence to fill abundance. Uh, We are obviously familiar with this. A hunger relief organization in Philadelphia which serves about 140,000 people a week in the Pennsylvania and southern New Jersey region. Before heading to the warehouse floor where conveyor belts carried cardboard boxes full of donated food, Biden said the child tax credit needed to be renewed. The traditional day of service is on the holiday, Monday, but there was uh, the bad winter storm warning that was uh, heading to the area. And uh, he said that, uh, you know, uh, events were being rescheduled around the region. So they went yesterday. The monthly credits were part of Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, and the president had proposed extending them for another full term as part of a separate measure focused on economic and social programs. The added boost was used by families to buy food and other supplies. Uh, They walked out of the warehouse floor as Wish I Didn't Miss You by Angie Stone played softly, uh, put some gloves on, and got to work. Jill Biden wore a Philadelphia Eagles t-shirt under her blazer, uh, and Biden chatted with volunteers, including one man who was standing near a crate of macaroni and cheese who told the president his daughter was a teacher. Biden spoke of the first lady's teaching career and then asked the man for his daughter's number and said that he would give her a ring. We had an inside scoop on this event and we'll get the details later about what it was like inside Phil Abundance with uh, Joe and Jill Biden. Mm. 
One special Philadelphia Eagles fan had to pull double duty on Sunday. Donna Kelsey is the mom of Eagles center Jason Kelsey and Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. The brothers both had playoff games thousands of miles away. Jason in Tampa, Florida, and Travis in Kansas City, Missouri. Like any devoted mom, Donna was committed to cheering on both of her boys in person. By 6.30 p.m., after seeing Jason and the Eagles come up short against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, she was already on a plane to Florida planning to get to the Chiefs' primetime game by the first quarter. The NFL Live tweeted her travels. Even the mayor of Kansas City offered her a police escort when the NFL reached out for help. I ride with KC police to games and everywhere. I'm happy to swing by the airport to pick up Mama Kelsey. We need her in the house, said Mayor Quinton Lucas. (laughs) Donna Kelsey made it to the stadium just in time to see her son throw his first ever pass for a touchdown during a trick play. Later, after Andy Reid coached the Chiefs to victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers, Travis Kelsey was in for a surprise of his own. The Chiefs let Donna Kelsey have the honors of being the first to congratulate her son during the post-game news conference. In sports this morning... The Eagles lost to the Buccaneers yesterday afternoon in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady threw for 271 yards and two touchdowns, helping Tampa Bay start their bid for a return to the Super Bowl with a 31-15 wildcard win. The defending champs started strong, and the game was never really close, with Brady leading a pair of long touchdown drives in the opening quarter and building the lead to 17-0 by halftime. The Bucs defense intercepted Jalen Hurts twice in the Eagles quarterback's uh, playoff debut. The Eagles scored on Boston Scott's 34-yard run and Hurts' 16-yard pass to Kenneth Gainwell in the fourth quarter. A two-point conversion cut the deficit to 6 with 4.45 remaining, but that was as close as it would get. In the other two games yesterday, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Cowboys in Dallas 23-17, and in the night game, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 42-21. Tonight's game features the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Kickoff is set for uh, 8-15. The Flyers will look to end their seven-game losing streak when they take on the Islanders in New York tonight. The puck is set to drop at 7.30, and the Sixers, who beat the Miami Heat on Saturday night and have won Nine of their last ten games are on the road this afternoon for their annual Martin Luther King Day matinee. They'll take on the Wizards in Washington. Tip-off is scheduled for 2 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you so much, Kathy. And welcome back to a week together, friends. I'm uh, back in uh, in what is, what is home at this yes. time of day for me yes. normally. Uh, so I'm uh, glad to be back in the studio, kind of, sort of. It was nice being at home. Uh, but I loved <laughs> you did it. enjoy it. But... it was, yeah. The conveniences, uh, that that was it. I yeah. mean, you just, you know, the bathroom was right there. <laughs> it was right, right there next yeah. to my microphone. And there was and... seldom anyone else in there when you went exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. But uh, I love being here in this particular room, and we are ready to go for a full week. We have a new Word of the Week prize. We have a Dodge Chrysler Jeep City drive away Vermont mini vacation for four at Smuggler's Notch, Vermont. Whoa! Yeah, three nights. Yeah, three nights lodging in a two-bedroom condo. Three days of three mountain lift tickets and cross-country trail passes. Uh, indoor pool and hot tubs. Dude, this sounds awesome. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, so we give that away on Friday, and you just need to collect the letters, and you will be good to go, my friend. So make sure you pay attention. Then we have other things um, throughout the day and week to give away from Bonefish Grill and Wilson's Secret Sauce. we got some Nova basketball tickets that we will give you a chance to win, and so on. So other things 
uh, will be uh, popping up as we go through. So, uh, other than that, we're back together again. Yes. It? Yes. Good. Uh, Kathy's still in remote location, yeah, which uh, we anticipate her being back in the yes. next day or yeah. two. I was just going to announce that I'm going to be home forever now. Ah, <laughs> there you uh, go. Making the official you announcement. <laughs> I think no. there's one thing that would actually dissuade you, Kathy, from doing that, and it's your cats bothering you while you broadcast. Steve, I, Steve I, so when, we, when the playback from yesterday was over, I ran yeah. out of uh, my home studio to <laughs> feed the cat so that they wouldn't knock on the door while we were doing news. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the case. Yeah. Uh, and I was I was drinking too much coffee. Were like, you? Yeah, because uh, yeah. like the, the, the Keurig was like at the top of the right stairs there, where yeah. it was. And I was just like, okay, okay. I got a couple minutes. I'm going to make another cup of coffee. I think we're the only ones because it's uh, the, the office is closed today. So I made two big pots of coffee. So oh, I, that's I, all ours. Yeah, so I'm in danger of going through this. So go hit it okay. now. Yeah. All right. We definitely will. All right. So uh, business as usual. We'll come back in a moment. Stupid question and entertainment report is up next. We have a, a lot of really good entertainment stories to run by us. So hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So I have a question about the great civil rights leader. And uh, let's see if you know at what age did Martin Luther King Jr. enter college? Mm. How old was he when he entered college? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that answer. What age did Martin Luther King Jr. enter college? We'll go through some birthdays. While you're uh, trying to give us a call for that answer, and we have some big ones. We're going to start with the fact that today would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. Uh, so they're doing the uh, celebration, right? Are they yeah. still planned? Yes. So that uh, that um, uh, film uh, yeah. was going to be run with, with her involved in everything. And yes, they're going to continue to do that. It's going to be a celebration of her life, uh, which was... And, and there are a lot of uh, specials that are happening today. I think, like, Game Show Network is going to run, like... She was on tons of game shows. Constantly, constantly $25, on dollars oh, yeah. uh, pyramid and all that. Yeah, so oh, God, yeah. They're going to run a bunch of episodes of that. There are marathons of the Golden Girls that are taking place as well. Mary Tyler Moore. So there's going to be uh, some acknowledgement of her, uh, what would have been her 100th birthday today. So happy birthday, uh, Betty White. She was so close, but it yeah. doesn't matter. doesn't matter anyway. She was uh, amazing no what, matter what. What was the reckoning that ended up with her actually... All right, so my, sort of, uh, yeah, my daughter here, right? found out that if you included, and she'd seen this online, if you include in leap years, if you if you take that extra day out, <laughs> uh, or if you add those, in, somehow or another, yeah. she would have ended up living 100 years, 365 calendar days right. out of the year. She would have lived that long because she experienced something like uh, like 24 Leap years. Leap years. Yeah. All right. So, um, we also have uh, Jim Carrey celebrating a big birthday Our for him. Uh, he is sixty years old today. The big six zero. Yeah. So it's a it's a milestone one for him. Do you remember? Love- 
Go ahead. I loved him, um, but then he got weird, remember? He, he he seemed to be wildly depressed. You remember a, 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 an ex-girlfriend, a recent ex-girlfriend of his yeah. had passed away. Yeah. Uh, they, they had tied him to whatever the, the whatever caused her to do it, and it was false. So she he took was her own life, that. right? She yeah. took her own yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he seems to be coming out of it a bit, which yeah. would be nice because here's a guy who's made a lot of people happy, yeah. and he seems to be totally tortured. Yep. So the radio. <laughs> Who needs the radio? He is uh, 60 today. Uh, it's also Steve Harvey's birthday today. Yes. Uh, and he turned 65. He's, he's, uh, he's a judge now. He is hosting <laughs> that show. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else watch it? I do. <laughs> it's uh Look, it's not a judge show in so far as that there are no legal representations of any kind, but right. it is entertaining. If you like Steve Harvey, you'll like the show. And and I find, like Steve, you know, they, they pull these contestants out. Oh, know? yeah. They're, 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 oh, they've absolutely <laughs> curated everybody so that yeah. they're the most insanely self-indulgent people. Right. The one thing that is kind of funny is that there was one on the last... Uh, episode, or maybe the one before, where he goes, "Isn't that great? You think this is a real court?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, he ha- it's and what I've seen from the clips is he he gives that no nonsense yeah. judgment. Yeah, uh, the type of thing I thought. Remember, we wanted to do it with Kathy, yes, right. like uh, the relationship judge. That's yeah. right, or he, something along. I still think we should do that sometime. Here's what they do, and it's what the people's court does. So they have a, a pool, a money pool, and both people agree to enter into it. So right. that they're both going to make money regardless. There's nothing yeah, legal right, about yeah. any of it. Nothing. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and he makes jokes about that, which yeah. makes it entertaining. Yeah, but they do agree that his word will, will be, be the final be word. The judge. Yeah. And, yes. and, and that is legally binding for if they sign yeah. that stuff. So, uh, Steve Harvey is 65 today. It's Maury Povich's oh. birthday today. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he is... How old? He is 83 today. Oh, my God. Do you remember and what that's that, him, by the way. that clip was oh on our show? God. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. We were talking about his time living in Philadelphia. Yeah. And he goes on to, to talk about, and, and and I think he says after that, he goes, uh, he's, he's like, we partied so hard, I don't even remember it all. He was I just talking he about. Said, it was so good, I don't even remember. I okay. don't know. I think uh, we actually might even have that clip still. But he was talking about yeah. his time yeah. hanging out and tearing it up in Philly when he was. It was so good, I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not context on that. I can't even remember. <laughs> uh, Maury turns 83 today. Wow. He's made a. a- Second half of his career out of paternity. Oh my God! Yes, that's what it is. Yep. Uh, It's also James Earl Jones's Mm. birthday today. Yep. Darth Vader himself, the voice of anyhow, which is mainly what that character is. He is ninety-one years old today. One of the things that cracks me up, and I'm a big fan of David Prowse, who was the physical presence of Darth Vader, and and was a number of Hammer horror movies. But you, they do have clips of him actually reading the lines of dialogue. Uh-huh. It just doesn't quite work. No. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on um, Oculus VR, yes. uh, Oculus Quest, there is a Darth Vader game that I've played, and it's pretty great. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed it, but at one point, uh, you're like you're not fighting against Darth Vader, like. You are Darth Vader. No, you have to fight for Darth Vader. Okay. Otherwise, he's going to kill you. Right. So at one point, you're face-to-face with Darth Vader, and I couldn't help but ball tap him. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can. Because yeah. you can. Yeah. I bet he didn't like, respond. He did not. Yeah, he got, I was uh, like, his balls were burned off on that planet. I was expecting him to go, hey, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. the big lava planet burned that 
Suckers. Nuts. Uh, James Earl Jones is 91 years old today. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Also, uh, turns a year older. Love this her. A good day of birthday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's some really good ones. There's still some good ones coming. Uh, so uh, she is 42 years old today. Uh, Naveen Andrews, who played uh, Saeed on Lost. God, man, love that character. Yeah, I did Love too. that show. I sent you an article about Lost and what Lost was in uh, the, the pop culture realm and the history of, of creating the binge, you know, and yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. And it came around at the right time. It, it couldn't exist the way that it did then no. now. You know, no. if, if Lost were released today, because it was, it was appointment TV, we would talk about it every, what, I guess Thursday. Or, yes. And, and so... The way the TV shows roll out now, even if it's like a weekly show, you still can't really talk about it the next day. You're not forced. Yeah, you don't have that that, that forced communal reaction. Naveen is uh, 53 today. Uh, Mick Taylor, who's with the Rolling Stones for like that long. For just a very short oh, time, yeah. he is. <laughs> Mick doesn't even remember. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Who's that guy? Uh, Mick Taylor uh, turns 73 years old today. And I, I, some birthdays, I, 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 you know, we don't have enough time for all of them, but I kept this guy in. Paul Young, the singer. Oh, I love Paul Young. Every time you go away, <laughs> you take a piece of me you know, Dar- you. Daryl Hall wrote that song. That's a great song. Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, he turns 66 years old today. Uh, Dwayne Wade, the basketball star, yes, is the big 4-0, mm-hmm. so a milestone birthday for him. Uh, it is also actress Kelly Marie Tran's birthday today. She got... Um, she got unnecessarily beat up upon for her yeah. character in uh, Last Rose. Jedi. Yeah, she's uh, 33 years old today. And then uh, final birthday, I have former First Lady Michelle Obama huh. has her birthday. She is uh, 58 years old. So you're in good company. A lot of really good birthdays today. Yeah. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the question this morning. At what age did Martin Luther King Jr. enter college? 215-263-WMMR is a number. Hello there, Nancy. How are you? Good morning. Good. Good morning. How are you? Good, Nancy. So, at what age did Martin Luther King Jr. enter college? Fifteen. Yes, that's correct. Wow. Hang on the line. Uh, he was so gifted, he skipped grades nine and twelve before enrolling in 1944 at Morehouse College. So, yes, he entered college at fifteen. A brilliant man. And Nancy got that right, so we are going to give you a fifty-dollar Bonefish Grill gift card, and you can kick off the new year. With seasonal specials of Bonefish Grill, like their Baja Scallops and Shrimp Scampi Pasta, Rockefeller Butterfish, and Chocolate Lava Cake. Oh! Uh, pair them with the Winter White Cosmo and Signature Smoked Old Fashioned. You can fit, fit, visit uh, bonefishgrill.com. I had that Smoked Old Fashioned. I told you guys about this. I was at the King of Prussia Mall. We were going to the Happy Place. You remember that? Right, yes. right, right. And so I had some time to kill. I was early, and I sat down. I'm well, I have a cocktail before I go, and I ordered <laughs> <laughs> they served it to me in a treasure chest, yeah. and it opens up and smoke billows up out of it and everything. I'm like, what the hell did yeah. I just order, man? I just wanted a quick drink. Yeah. I didn't want to put on a show for everybody at the yeah. bar. Was it? Was it? Uh, some guy with a patch comes over. You've ordered a special drink, Bernie Matey. <laughs> You're going to the happy place. But it was damn tasty. I may tell you that. All right, so at the box office this week, and number one was Scream. It made $31.5 million. There it is. So, and it knocked uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. 
off the top. But Spider-Man No Way Home still made $20.8 million. It is an incredibly oh popular movie. Uh, I think I'm going to go back and see it are you? Again. Are you? Yeah, yeah I, my I daughter wants to see, see it. it in the theaters. Again, she is, she's gone down this whole mm. Spider-Man rabbit hole. She went oh. back and watched all the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield movies. So did Ben. Yeah, yeah. And That's so funny. she's all about it now. Uh, over the weekend, Ben wrote uh, episodes four, five, and six for the next Star Wars. Excellent. Yeah, good yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. Star Wars. Uh, did I say Star Wars? Yeah. I, I meant Spider-Man. Caroline has decided she is she is taking up uh, stitching, and she is uh, now <laughs> taking her Chuck Taylor shoes, and she has stitched webs into oh, them. Oh, that's badass. Uh, on the side, Good yeah. For so her. She's getting way into Spider-Man. <laughs> so uh, Sing 2 was third, followed by The King's Man. Then you have the 355, American Underdog, Bell. West Side Story was eighth. Licorice Pizza followed that, and then... Top 10 is rounded out by Matrix Resurrections. Uh, we're going to start with this. The day after Bob Saget was laid to rest, his wife, Kelly Rizzo, took to Instagram to honor her husband. Uh, she wrote, my sweet husband, after much reflection this week, I'm trying, really trying, not to think I was robbed of time, but instead to think how lucky I was uh, that I got time to be, um, that, that I got to be the one married to the most incredible man on earth. Uh, she said, I was the one who got to go on this crazy ride with him. I mean, his life these last six years, we had the, that time to make each other the happiest we'd ever been and change each other's lives forever. I got to be the one to love him and cherish him, and he deserves all the love, every ounce of it, because that's how amazing Bob was. He was love. If you were in his life, you knew he loved you. He never missed an opportunity to tell you. Uh, his funeral was held uh, on Friday. In Los Angeles, more than 100 people in attendance, including the Full House cast. Uh, Rizzo added that uh, she was in awe of the enormous outpouring of love and tribute for this, this special man. You know who's having a, a tough time handling it is John Stamos. He's very candid about it. He's really, he's really gone through a lot. And she concluded with uh, her heartwarming post with, uh, Honey, I love you more than anything forever. And they honored him on uh, AFV. And I know we have audio of that, Casey, yeah. if you could find that, please. So... Um, yeah, they, they had a video montage featuring his, his time on the show. Uh, and Alfonso Ribeiro had, uh, set it up and I, we have a That's we have, yeah. clip of that. Here we go. Hello and welcome to AFV. As you've heard, the world lost a legend last week and AFV lost a family member. Bob Saget is synonymous with AFV to this day. And this show wouldn't have been the same without his unique sense of humor. It's been my honor. To continue carrying the torch Bob so brightly lit. Take a look back at Bob being Bob. And then they run through the the, the clips of you know him right. having his goofy entrances and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved, and I'm sure they exist somewhere, some of the outtakes because knowing Bob's sense of humor oh, now, yeah, they do. And uh, I would love to hear some of his actual, right, right. His actual commentary. Commentary. They actually did things. a uh, an anniversary uh, show a while ago where they had Tom Bergeron and, and and Saget and Bob, and they you know it was a cool collection of yeah. uh, clips yeah. and stuff and memories. Yeah, they, 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 all three of them have been great hosts of that yeah. show. You know, so it's terrible to still think about him oh. uh, yeah. passing like Just that. Just sucks. Yeah. 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 All right, um, here's an interesting story. The weekend took an intense turn for teen mom star Farrah Abraham when she was arrested for allegedly assaulting a security guard at a nightclub in Los Angeles. This troubles me because you're dealing with basically American royalty. Um, Abraham was out partying with friends at Grandmaster Records on Saturday when she reportedly became belligerent, was asked to leave the club, refusing to leave. Abraham was later accused of slapping a security guard in the face. And TMZ reports that someone... Hocus, he's not... 
I asked Steve to play that clip. I love that clip. He's saying, how can she slap? How can she slap? How can she slap? TMZ reports that uh, someone made a citizen's arrest. Stop it. That actually exists? Yeah, Presumably the security guard. Before the cops showed up on the scene, uh, Abraham was taken into police custody and released shortly thereafter. Yeah, it's a security guard that has her down on the ground. And Preston, she looks... The angle I saw, this oh, is a different man. angle, but her legs are like bending up. She looks like she's totally gone. Uh-huh. Uh, Abraham told TMZ on Sunday, I'm tired of being maliciously battered, attacked, conspired against, while having dinner at Grandmaster Records. This was a private person's arrest. My lawyer is handling it from here. It is terrifying and traumatizing that people attack me, and I cannot even enjoy dinner, as I'm the only person out of three attacked and harassed when... Uh, and then it's, I, I don't know if they left but the line out here. She might be using a lawyer jargon because, you know, she's attending Harvard Law School She said, I look, online. I look forward to court as always. Warning, this place is a danger to public figures. How can she uh, She claims uh, that she was attacked by employees of Grandmaster Records and that they filmed the incident with the intention of leaking it to uh, the media. Uh, it was all a setup, Steve. It's all a setup, a frame job. Yeah. We need Oliver Stone to do a movie on this. Right. So, uh, anyhow, uh, she got herself in. How can she slap? I don't know. How can, how can she slap? <laughs> <laughs> how can she That's slap? That's one of my p- favorite pieces of video. So this guy's on a set and he's talking. It's, it's I think, Bollywood, I guess. It's a reality yeah. show. Right, reality uh-huh. show. Yeah. And uh, the woman does, just cold cocks him. Yeah. And he host, slaps her back. The host comes over and yeah. smacks him right in the face. And then he just pops her right back. And, and they come after him. And he's like, wait, how can she slap me? How can she slap And I can't slap her. So that's what that whole how can she slap thing is all about. He's upset. All right. Um, all right. Here you go. Here's, here's some big news. All right. Kim Kardashian is making it clear. And I have a few uh, Kim and Kanye stories here. Oh, yeah. Clear to Kanye ye. Uh, that she wants to set healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries! So, in an interview with Hollywood Unlocked uh, that will be released today, West claims that Kardashian's security team wouldn't let him into her house with their daughter, North, after he picked the kids up from school one day. Now, a source told people that while it's true that West was not allowed inside the house that day, mm-hmm. Kim's security team didn't stop him from seeing the kids, picking Thank them up, you. or dropping them off. The source continued saying he can just he, he uh, can no longer just walk inside her home without her permission. And Kim has a right to privacy and is trying to set healthy boundaries. So she's a lawyer, you know. Those who have yeah. gone through <laughs> divorces, I assume deal with this particular issue, which is somebody just walking right in. That has to because change. You've been doing right? it for right. for years and years and years. However, you know, if you've been married for a long time, and then all of a sudden it stops there and you have to ring the doorbell, you have to knock or something like that. It might be uncomfortable, but that's part of the deal. Yeah, exactly. It, it, the nature of the relationship has changed. Mm-hmm. And at, though you would imagine Kanye would have an easy time Adapting to change. <laughs> no, right. He's not, apparently. Uh, apparently, the need to set these boundaries arose from uh, Kanye making, quote, recent unannounced visits to Kim's home. Uh, in the Hollywood Unlocked interview, West is quoted as saying... <laughs> <laughs> That's when he stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so West uh, is quoted in the interview as saying, don't play with me, don't play with my children. Mm-hmm. Ain't no security going to get in between me and my children, and you ain't going to gaslight me, end quote. Okay. Hey, uh, he Don't play by... with my children. I thought you want people. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course. They, 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 play. Yeah, they yeah. like to play. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, he goes by Yee now, so wouldn't he announce himself Yee-hee? Yee-hee. Yee-hee. You know, it, it echoes around that house because there's, 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 there's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. Yeah. There's nothing to deaden the sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have audio, Preston, if you'd like. He is... Um, All right. So this is about the song? Yeah, yes. So Kanye, this is part two of the story. Kanye called out Pete Davidson in his new song, uh, The Game, uh, with The Game, yeah. uh, which is called Easy. Uh, the track dropped on Friday, and people across all corners of the internet promptly went to work dissecting the lyrics from Kanye's verse. So here's a question, and this to me is indicative of a kind of person. He is in a relationship with someone else himself. Yeah. He is he's making out publicly with this other person. Why? Why is he going off the deep end about Pete Davidson? She's simply moving on as well. He's moving on. Why is it so bad that because she's moving on? His ego won't allow it. You uh, know? That has like, to be it. Yeah. So yep. there's nobody better than him, and you know his ego won't allow it. And it's, it's narcissism. It, it is it's pure no narcissism. Doubt. Yeah. But did you well, see and is that? She in the, is she in their house? Yes. So that you know that's probably. Where but they have a multitude of houses, Kathy. Right. He has that ranch, and he has. I mean, he actually bought a house. I think diagonally across yeah. the street from her to be close to the kids. Now, is this but that's the song... probably the hard part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that was his house. That was where he lived too. So the fact now that he's got a knock on the door, which listen, yes, it needs to happen. Yep. they're not together anymore. But that's probably why he's having a hard time. Steve, is this the song that they're listening to? And like Madonna's in the thing. It's like he's there. Are all these people in a room, and it's like him and Madonna and Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, uh, are you talking know. about video footage? There's video yeah. footage of them all listening to a song and right. what's wild is is you know Madonna's like the grandmom yeah. and she's acting like the kid in this movie or in, the, in this yeah, video that, that imagery is troubling yeah. but he, he right. specifically mentions Pete Davidson yeah that's uh, and he mentioned a bunch of things I'm yeah. gonna go through some of the lyrics in this song so uh, he talks about his divorce from Kim uh, and, I'm, and I'm quoting yeah. this uh, we having the best divorce ever if we go to court we go to court together matter of fact Pick up your sis. We'll go to courts together. Ah, Courtney. Courtney. You already did Love there. it. I haven't heard lyrics this sharp since poopity scoop. All right. Co-parenting his kids. He writes, I watched four kids for like five hours today. I wear these Yeezy boots everywhere, even in the shower today. He rhymed today with today. Yeah. And by the way, he did a little... Drop on his uh, his own product line. Self promotion, love it. I got love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids. Y'all stop taking the credit. Non custodial dad. I bought the house next door. What you think the point of really being rich for? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes uh, incredible sense. So uh, he doesn't want to um, besmirch the nanny staff, which he had a relationship with them as well. But he says he's saying Kim's not being the mother she needs to be mm-hmm. because she's with that Pete Davidson. All right. Then you have uh, grappling with his kid's privilege. And he, he writes, he spits, uh, when you give them everything, they only want more. Bougie and unruly, y'all need to do some chores. Rich-ass kids, this ain't your mama house. 
climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top ramen out. Ooh. Okay. So, all right, he had me at ramen. He had me at ramen. Uh, now, his thoughts on Pete, Pete Davidson we actually have a clip of. Uh, so we'll play that for you. You ready? Yep. Here we go. God sent me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Who? And my new bitch bad. I know Illuminati man. Okay. God save me from that crash just so I can beat beat Pete Davidson's ass. That's it. And my new bitch bad. I know Illuminati mad. Yeah, man. How did he drag the Illuminati in? I don't know, but he's obviously a big fan of uh, of that uh, that point in well, history. They okay. mad, so yeah, yeah he found out so. about it. All right, we're looking at the video that Casey was talking about. Yeah, Madonna's over emoting uh-huh. in this particular video. She's moving around a bit too much. She's making a, a spectacle of herself. I'm 60 years old. Stop I got to act like a. <laughs> okay. And what's the context of this? Well, video? she's made them snickerdoodles because she's grandma. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of her. Is anyone you want cookies? <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> no, do you? That's pretty much the only reason they invited her. Yeah. yeah. They're piping hot and they're great with milk. All right. Let her in. All right. Last bit. Yo, who let your grandma in? Last bit of uh, lyrics are uh, his public romance with Julia Fox. And he wrote, uh, or wait. Oh, no. That was it. That's it. That's it? Yeah, that was it. Uh, Talking about uh, I know my my new bitch bad. New bitch bad. I know Illuminati So beautiful. So there you go. Uh, that's my new bitch bad. The latest on the yeah. two. It's a de- definitely a study in narcissism because she has a relationship, he has a relationship, move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ye. Uh This is really t- terrible news. Jordan Cashmeyer, star of MTV's 16 and Pregnant, has passed away at the age of 26. Whoa. I saw this. Yeah. Uh, her father, Dennis, posted to Facebook last night and received a call. No parents ever. No parent ever wants. My oldest beloved daughter, Jordan, has passed away. She was only 26 years old. Our hearts are truly broken. No parent should ever have to go through losing a child ever. Uh, she reportedly struggled with addiction in the past. Um, so, But she celebrated a, a year of sobriety uh, in January of last year. There's no cause of death that's been revealed. But when someone is 26 yep. and they pass away suddenly and they've had it's a history, it's it's pretty yeah. easy to uh, to make... Uh, jump to you know a conclusion. Who knows? We'll, we'll have to wait and see what that is. But that's terrible news. Uh, Lori Laughlin and uh, Massimo Gianni, uh, Giannulli uh, reportedly had a million dollars worth of jewelry stolen from their home in L.A. A group of thieves dressed in black and wearing masks apparently smashed the couple's bedroom window and walked off with the Full House Star's box of expensive gems. Uh, that happened on January 3rd. They say the guy that actually was holding the box had a Ronald Reagan mask on Preston. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've heard of those guys before. <laughs> They're good. Uh, uh, so they, they were not at home. A housekeeper discovered the home had been burglarized. How does, how does breaking glass to get into the house not set off some sort of alarm? It probably did, but I they mean, just got in and got out. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. And they knew exactly where everything was? I have no idea. I think it's Olivia Jade. Uh, mm-hmm. Police said that they were unsure if Loria and Massimo were targeted by the criminals or if it was a random heist. Uh, officials are said to believe uh, that the band of thieves were from South America and may have left the U.S. shortly after the hit. It must be big Full House fans. Uh, the actress and fashion designer reportedly added more security since the invasion. Uh, Lori's reps told TMZ that she was thankful that no one was home or injured when the incident occurred. Um, and um, so, yeah, she had said actually that uh, the death of Bob Saget put things into perspective for her. And she's not concerned with the loss of something replaceable like jewelry, uh, that uh, losing Bob 
uh, made it only more clear to Lori that uh, family and friends are what matters most in life. So they're not sweating it too much. By the way, with this Massimo Giannulli, um, Kathy, are you familiar with anything he's designed or... Is he well known within? Yeah, the- Massimo. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Is that him? Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, Massimo. I mean, that was like all like the surfer, you know, like skater gear. I, mean, I, think, I, I think had no idea, is, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's still really popular. All right, yeah, I have no idea. All right, uh, I mean, you look at me and you think fashion plate. I would obviously know that, but no. He used, to, he used to be the the line used to be in Target. It was one of their biggest lines. <laughs> oh. It's not. It's not in Target anymore. I mean, okay. he, he was known before that, but I mean, that was like a big deal. He had it, it was it took over most of Target's um, apparel. All right, I mean, it's not high fashion, but Target, dude, you're you're yeah, good for exactly. life. Yeah, yeah, you get in there. Uh, so Tiffany Haddish was arrested Friday and charged with driving under the influence. Mm. Uh, the actor and comedian was uh, detained after Peachtree City Police. Got a call at about 2.30 a.m. regarding a driver asleep at the wheel on the highway. Uh, an officer saw a vehicle matching the caller's description and stopped Haddish as she pulled into the yard of a residence. Uh, so she's driving up on the yard, I guess. Oh, well. Uh, Haddish later posted a bond and was released from the county jail. Uh, Peachtree is about 40 miles south of Atlanta. I didn't see, yeah, the, the uh, I'd read that the she's uh, mug shot was uh, pretty entertaining. She's, uh, yes. Yeah, they put up some, uh, they sort of took the opportunity to show other um, mug shots where people were smiling. And a couple of celebrities were. You have uh, Vince Vaughn smiling during his mug shot years ago. Yeah. You present nicely. If you're if you're good looking yeah. and have a nice smile, I sure. guess you should flash it. It's adorable. Uh, this is really interesting. Uh, great actor, Succession star Brian Cox. Yes, yeah. uh, is voicing his opinions without reserve in his new memoir called "Putting the Rabbit in the Hat." According to Page Six, Cox wrote about uh, turning down a part in the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, franchise. He said, another thing with the Pirates of Caribbean is that it's very much the Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow show, and Depp. Personal though, a personable though, I'm sure he is, is so overblown, so overrated. And he says, I mean, wow. he goes, Edward Scissorhands, let's face it, if you come on with hands like that and pale, scarred face makeup, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> and he didn't. And subsequently, he's done even less. I love this. He goes, but people love him, or they did love him. They don't love him so much these days, of course, he wrote. Yeah. Wow. It seems like Brian Cox, like the way that he wrote this book was just a uh, stream of thought, consciousness, and yeah. uh, pen to paper, and then it became I, a book. I love Johnny Depp, like in, in Black Mass and several movies. He's, he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. But he's right about Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. It's weak. His performance, It's there's really nothing to it. There's it's nothing to do. Kind of baby man yeah, child uh, thing. Yeah. And, and there's really not, and people, some people love that movie. Everyone's acting around him in it. Uh, yes. And, uh, and I, I'm not a big fan. Of, I agree about the Jack Sparrow stuff. I actually hated more the people who would dress up as Jack Sparrow <laughs> on Halloween. And mm-hmm. I really liked the first one, and then uh, they just got silly. Oh, they mm-hmm. milked it. What were there? Four or five of yeah, them? at least, yeah. Four, I know, yeah. for sure. So, um, so uh, another couple quick stories here. Uh, according to People, John Goodman uh, shared some details about his uh, failed audition uh, for the sixth season of Saturday Night Live in uh, 1980. Didn't you see him with hookers on his back at a uh, strip club? Yes. One hooker on his One back. One hooker, Not okay. Two, yes. And on The Tonight Show Friday, he said, uh, it is the worst thing I've ever done in front of people in my life. <laughs> he said, I wrote a, a, uh, something about 15 minutes before I went on uh, there, and oh, my God, it was awful. 
Uh, he ended up making his SNL debut in 1980 time, and he went on to host a show a total of 13 Whoa. times. Yeah, so a big number. Um, and uh, Jimmy Fallon had uh, said that Goodman was one of the best hosts in the history of the show. I started watching uh, Righteous Gemstones on HBO yes. uh, over the weekend. How is it? I really love it. And he's great. He's sort of the head of this religious family and Danny McBride and, and uh, Adam Deviner in it as well. <laughs> it's funny. It's also really serious. But Marissa last week alluded to the fact that the, that there's a uh, a lot of uh, dong in this here show. And yeah. she was not kidding. Uh, like the first three or four episodes that I watched, there's um, just blatant male frontal nudity. Uh, pretty frequently. And what what show is this? It's called the Righteous Gemstones. It's it's a it's, and a, it's a, religion? a religious. Yeah, yeah. he's basically like a Jerry Falwell, Jimmy yeah. Swaggart kind of a guy. He builds this empire, and uh, and then his kids are kind of f ups, <laughs> and and there's this uh, crime that ensues. So, but it's good. And it's there are elements of comedy, but I would not call it a comedy because okay. there, there's some pretty serious parts too. Do you remember when Goodman was playing Linda Tripp on SNL? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember that? He was perfect for that. All right, one last story. Uh, actress uh, Melanie Linsky is uh, shining a light on the lack of body positivity in Hollywood. In a recent interview with Rolling Stone. Uh, Linsky said that uh, someone on the Yellow Jackets production team approached her with uh, some body shaming comments. Uh, she said they were asking me, well, what do you plan to do? Uh, I'm sure the producers will get you a trainer and they love to help you with this. And she's kind of average yeah. size is, is what she is. So uh, she added that her co-stars, uh, Tony Cypress, Christina Ricci, and Juliette Lewis all came to her defense, even writing a letter to the producers this year regarding the issue. On top of that comments, when her character, Shauna, had an affair with Peter uh, Gadiot, I'm not sure this guy, his character, uh, Adam, some fans question the storyline, having trouble believing that he would actually be attracted to her. Uh. And she was like, I'm just like, really? That, you know, that's where people's heads are at. The most important thing is being thin or young. Uh, she also shared that she has uh, struggled with uh, disordered eating in the past. So it's not helping with her saying stuff like that. I was wa- I was watching a, a little uh, YouTube video on Kamel Nanjiani because I just watched The Eternals. And he had that big transformation. And so some the guy was saying that, you know, a lot of actors uh, in Hollywood will, will, you know, under the care of their team, will take certain drugs. You know, and it's just part, part and parcel of what you have to do if you're going to look like Thor or whatever. Yeah. You have to start from a good foundation. They were pointing out with him that his actual jaw, his actual face has changed. And they were saying, really, he must be taking, huh. look at his jawline. And okay. they, they brought it up. And I'm like... Yeah, it does. It does actually look that way. And they were mentioning a particular, uh, you know, uh, human growth hormone. Okay. And and I wasn't really that familiar with that world, but they were making a case. And I'm like, oh, all right, I guess so. And what did what was his comment on that? Uh, he didn't comment. He's, I mean, he's been working out and he's been working hard. There's no two ways about it. Regardless of what you're on, mm-hmm. they they had to say. His transformation is nothing short of miraculous because the foundation really wasn't that much there. Interesting. But I didn't realize that your actual face could change hmm. from that stuff, but I guess it does. Okay. Uh, we're ready to roll the clips, so let's get to them. 4,400 people who had vanished over the past century return, having not aged a day and with no memory of what happened in the sci-fi show 4,400. In this clip, actor Joseph David Jones 
talks about how he prepared for his role. I spoke to a lot of different social workers before taking the role just to sort of understand the job and the weight of the job when you are working with people who are, I, I guess, here or for asylum or trying to get their citizenship for this country. And it's, it's, it's tough. Hi! What does that have to do with this? Has no idea. Okay. Uh, the mid-season premiere of 4400 is streaming Tuesday on The CW. Uh, next clip. A man fights for peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get in, uh, kill to get in, uh, Peacemaker, in Peacemaker, I should say. In this clip, John Cena talks about how it felt uh, to film a television series. No, it was a pleasure. Never once did it feel rushed. And and never once did we fall behind, even with the restrictions of COVID. It was right in the heart of all of it. We, we, everybody came prepared. I think everybody knew it was going to be a lot of work, but it was work that the entire cast, both on camera and behind the camera, the crew, everybody had fun with. Yeah! Uh, you and Casey are digging it. I got to tell you, like when I watched The Suicide Squad and there was the, the coda of the film has him, you know, spoiler alert, and and I knew they were going to do a series. I'm like, what are they, how are they going to do that? There's not that much to this. And then uh, it is, I watched all three. Excellent. Excellent. It's it's funny, Preston. It's very much in line with the boys. Okay. It's brutal. It's yeah. violent. Uh, it's a, it, But it's its own creation. Uh, John Cena is either hit or miss for me sometimes. He's great. The entire supporting cast is great. It's top-notch stuff. So, uh, three episodes released so far? So far, yeah. Okay, yeah. they're going to do like a nine or ten eight. episode run? Eight run. Yeah. Okay. Is it eight? All right. Cool. I'm glad it's more than six. I can't wait for Friday. Uh, Peacemaker's available on HBO Max now, so uh, I'll have to uh, yeah. I'll have to jump in. You're going to like it. I might wait till they release them all and then sure. tear right through it. Are they hour about, long? About 40 minutes, 45 okay. minutes, yeah. Excellent. Love it, love it, love it. Keep it coming. Keep that content coming. All right, and there you go. Your entertainment report for today. Hope you got something out of it. Yeah! We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment and continue our morning and waiting for daybreak. It's going to be kind of a soggy day today. Uh, We'll be right back. Stay with us. Want to see a cat that looks like Freddie Mercury? Or a drum video with every single Rush song ever? Or a horror movie about a haunted studio? It's all in the latest Rock Breakdown. All the rock news you can use in two minutes or less. Find it now on WMMR.com. So, uh, some things going on in the city. I think mm. we need to talk about city beat. Scooby-Doo, wow, wow. Yeah. It's time to pound the street with the man who pet eggs his feet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> By the way, I just realized, my wife has one of those. I had no idea. A pet egg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, um... It's essentially a cheese grater for That's what feet. it is? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I haven't had I haven't had rough feet in a long time. Right. Yeah. And I wonder why. I don't know why. You know what? I and Kath, <laughs> this is getting away from the topic. Okay. <laughs> Kathy and I, we get pedicures. Uh, when they bring out the cheese grater, I say no, no, no. I don't want. You pass on it. They don't. Yeah. Wait, but but um, that's they're not allowed to use those. Like my my um, the ones that I go to, they can't use those um, like with the razors on them to to get the dry skin off anymore. So, they're so not the, supposed to be using them. Casey yeah, goes to an illegal shop. Yeah. Yeah. They also sell opium. No. Uh, the the uh, the one that I the one that you had is the one I think that Claire has, which it, it kind of looks like it has like a um, like a rounded cheese grater looking thing on. Yeah, it's kind of it's 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 egg shaped. That's yeah. why they call it the pet egg. Yeah. So <clears throat> I recommend right. it, Case. You've never done it, have you? Uh, no. Do you have rough feet? I do not. I take care of my tootsies. <laughs> then you don't <laughs> yeah. need to do it. So probably. they're great. 
Yeah, and we Audrey know Hepburn doesn't. I mean, no. he bathes them every yeah. day for crying out loud. Yeah. Also, that idea is disgusting. Uh, listen, <laughs> but listen, if you need it, it, listen, it didn't hurt. Hey, it's a great yeah. way to garnish a pizza. It didn't hurt at all. I know. I think it's uh, the the concept of what we did when we did it. Oh, that, that was one time. that was. Horrible. That lives rent free in my brain. We, we actually promoted cannibalism. We we put it on on cheese. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, no. we put it on top of pizza. No, that was our pubes. We put it in peach schnapps. Yeah, we made a drink. Oh, out they, of did it. A oh, they did oh, a shot. Okay, well, that's a little bit more. juice. Remember, put, yeah. put juice. Yeah, you're right. Uh... Anyway. City Beat? Okay. Yeah, City Beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were we? Uh, Martin Luther King. <laughs> oh, I already said that. So it is, I'm going to mention a couple of things for uh, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Day uh, today that uh, that are free uh, and available in the city. Two things, that actually, I'll point out. And there's uh, a number of uh, celebrations and acknowledgments and the day of service and all that stuff yes. that's definitely happening. But if you're interested, uh, admission to the African American Museum is free of charge today. Huh. Um, so it is located at 701 Vine Street. Uh, advanced registration is required for in-person museum visits, but they're doing uh, some virtual stuff as well if you want to go online and uh, dig a little bit into uh, the African-American Museum here in Philadelphia. There's so many museums I still need to visit in Philadelphia. So I went there two or three years ago with my dad as pre- pre-pandemic, and the reason that we went was that um, uh, they were honoring Negro Leagues baseball. Okay. Oh, so it, that's it was, so cool. It was really neat, Steve. Yeah, so um, it was a good excuse to go because my dad and I are huge uh, baseball fans, but then you get in the museum and you're like, Oh, there's all this other stuff to see, too, you know? I mean, if you can do some... Check into Martin Luther King. Check into his, yeah. his history and check. It's fascinating stuff. It, it makes you appreciate the accomplishment and what he was all that much more. Uh, and also free admission today to the Benjamin Franklin Museum. He's a good dude, too. Which is at 3rd and Chestnut. I've never been to that. Has anybody ever been to the Benjamin Franklin no! Museum? No. Crying out loud. Wait, have, you, has, who's, have you been to the Revolutionary War? Uh, I have not. Uh, they sent me some complimentary tickets. And, and yet every weekend I'm at the Stoogerium. Uh Marissa, <laughs> the Ben Franklin Museum? Yeah, it's really cool. It's right in that old part of, I mean, obviously, Independence Hall area. And it's like built around his house. Okay. So, you That's know, you're is it there. is it near the grave? Is it there at the grave, which is uh, right by the mint? It's not at the grave, but it's nearby. It's okay. it's within a few blocks. But you know, you're standing there and you're like, I'm standing in Ben Franklin's kitchen. You know, I have and, done the Betsy Ross house a number of times. And and I've never been in there. I dig that. The Benjamin Franklin, his grave is is fairly understated. It's just kind of he's, he's buried there. in a Chevy. Uh, people throw coins uh, onto his uh, his grave. I've been down there and seen it before, and I thought maybe there should be a little bit more. But you know, maybe they. I don't know. Maybe I mean, there, in... there are there are enough tributes to him around yes. the city for sure. Maybe that's in keeping with his. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know. He wasn't modest. I can't. No, say that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're it's right. It's also one of those places where you can throw coins through the fence yeah. or pay like a dollar to go inside. Okay. So it's kind of like the art museum where they say, like, you can run up the rocky steps or you can go inside and see all the beautiful art after you run the rocky steps. Uh, So 3rd and Chestnut is where that is located. That is uh, free of charge uh, today as well. All right. Here's a different City Beach story to pass along. Uh, And this one I meant to get to last week, but we didn't have a... I didn't see a a spot to put it in, but uh, the end of a uh, of a a Philly landmark, Wonderland, was closed. Oh, man. It was closing. Yeah, the uh, the The head shop. Yeah, it was the location of the very first when I did the uh, the Bend to the Shore uh, bike tour, the very first year I ever did it. That's where we met. It's funny because, Case, you know, I'm... (laughs) I would have that shirt. That was one of my favorite shirts. Yeah. And I, I didn't understand when I first got into Philadelphia what that was about. Yeah. And I'd sort of get these knowing looks from people. And I'm like, oh, now I put it together. Uh, so if you walked in there, they um they were playing 
93.3. That's, 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 that's what they listened to in that, that. in that shop, yeah. Michael Katz was the longtime owner, uh, and uh, he is... Uh, Apparently, he had uh, discounted uh, smoking-related merchandise 50 to 75% and uh, plans to close for good in early February. So it hasn't closed yet. And it's been around for almost 50 years. What was the name of the head shop in your town, Preston, when you were growing up? Um, oh, man, what was the name of that? It was in University City. Uh, and my sister's boyfriend, Greg, had to go in there to get us a bong. I was underage. What was the name of that place? But it was the one. It, it, it was, was the, the one. one. It was the one. Preston, so I, I didn't, it. but I, my friends would go, and sometimes I'd go with them, uh, you know, uh, and it was called Utopia. And I remember I was in there a couple of times, and somebody made the mistake of actually saying do you have like Marijuana, pot papers? Pot. Oh, right. uh-huh. and, oh, 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 you're gonna have to leave. We do not indulge in that kind of behavior. Yeah. It was, it was, it was the High Street something. Was that it? Yeah, uh, and it was might it have been on, on High, High street? street. I think it might have been on High Street. Yeah. Wow. That's. A, I was gonna say. I don't. I mean, I, I wasn't a smoker, so I didn't purchase anything. But I had friends that certainly didn't, and I don't think anybody could tell you the name of the store. But it was in New Hope, and it was right before you went over the bridge into Lambertville. Like that was. That yeah. Was the Everybody course, went to. Th- th- that's a, uh, exactly where you'd find that sort of stuff. But I'll tell you what what would be cool about the place Utopia. Uh, they had all the, the, the skull candles, and they yeah. had all the oh, cool yeah. sort well, of... They had all that yeah. stuff. Like, tapestries were yep. a big thing when I was in school. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would go to these places for tapestries. Uh, the places that we would go to is a place called Critters that was in Villanova. Okay. Uh, right across the street from the Ferrari dealership. But Critters had some really uh, good stuff. And then Frolic was in Exton. Um, Frolic, I don't think is an Exton anymore, or... I remember Frolic. But there's another one... It was in, like, a strip mall. Yeah. Yeah. There's was there any- anyone as, as, as revered as Wonderland seemed to have the... It's yeah. the place that yeah. stood the test of right. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frolic is still there. It's behind, it is? Uh, it's behind Shaving Grace. But there's another place... Uh, I'm sorry, they have another location. There's, okay. Because I just passed it. In fact, I want to say, I might have even been on the phone with you, Presbo, or... <laughs> Going to frolic up for a little trip. Um, because if, I haven't been in Exton in a while. So okay. where was I? Well, if you're driving, oh, uh, Upper Darby. That's if, where it is. It's on Westchester Pike. Oh, <gasps> oh, we were going to Pika's Pizza, and I looked over. I was like, oh my god, there's a frolic there. Okay, yeah. all right. So if you're heading uh, west on Route 30, and the Shaving Grace is on the right hand side, it's behind the Shaving Grace, and that's yeah. the one. The, maybe that's the original one, Casey, in Exton. But Steve, it is in like a little strip mall. Yeah, section. a lot yeah. of them were. Yeah. That's why Wonderland, I think, was unique. I, I'm wondering, um, what High Street Boutique? I just remember. High Street Boutique. Yeah, that was the name of High Street Boutique. Has, up for me, Nick, yep. if you would, please. I want to see if it's still around. So the question is, has the relaxed atmosphere towards medicinal and recreational marijuana, has that Had bolstered sales or has it actually impacted negatively? According to this article, uh, not really. So... Um, the, he's closing for different reasons. Yes. Um, the uh, the medical marijuana and now recreational marijuana um, is not as much what they did because they're selling uh, the medical marijuana places are selling the product they're selling right. they're selling the marijuana. He was selling the accessories to the that. peripherals, Spongs, right, the, yeah. the and, and the glass blown things, really sure. ornate, expensive uh, pieces of equipment. So it's kind of a different product. Uh, you know, they go together. So with the, with the medicinal and uh, those sort of things, and that the, the ones that are in, in like kind of like vape pens and things of that nature, are you getting a lot of the paraphernalia that you would use to to use it there, where you're purchasing the 
medicinal marijuana and you don't need those other devices or... Well, he, Do you this know what I'm said, saying? This guy said he was retired. Like, he wants yeah. to retire. I'm just curious. Well, uh, the, what well the there's, there's a story behind this. Yeah. And I'll get, uh, so business has been dwindling. So it's part retirement. Uh, but Wonderland also didn't recover from pandemic and also... Yeah. When the um, uh, the Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, the, 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 the rioting happened downtown, there was looting uh, oh. that took place. Uh, crowds broke into Wonderland's front windows, looted the store, tossed oh. merchandise on the sidewalk, um, and it, uh, it really ripped them apart. Um, so he fixed the window, replaced Wonderland's glass merchandise counters, but the crowds weren't coming back to this, <clears throat> the city. And he thought with the offices uh, closed for the pandemic, many college students studying remotely, that all that put together, that was just kind of that that thing happened. They recovered from it, but then the pandemic happened, and it was just like one thing after Seems another. Seems to be a losing proposition. That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah, there's there's more um, choices out there, you know. And that's the other thing is, you know, going into, you know, like some of the shops on South Street too. You oh, know, God, you go sure. to, oh God, what was the one of those uh, section? Oh, condemnation. Condemnation. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh my God, we're we selling have, rubbers. We have to. We have to Right down the Philadelphia for this stuff. Right. This, now it's not as, uh, with medical marijuana and things like that, it's not as novelty to go buy a shop like this. You know what I mean? It also had the charm of that niche, uh, oh my God, we're going to go to Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Utopia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So apparently in the 1980s, uh, he had clashed with the federal government over selling drug-related paraphernalia. The city eventually protected him with a special license. Very nice. And uh, they boomed in the mid-90s and uh, between the mid-90s and 2005 or before the advent of online selling. Uh, Katz employed at one time 13 workers. He opened the store seven days a week. He said, I made a nice living for a lot of years. We did extraordinarily well. And he said, and I've had enough. Uh, He attributes the longevity of his store. Um, the, uh, uh, by the way, with, uh, to careful business practices, he said, we ran under the radar. He said, I didn't do advertising. And if you look at our windows, uh, we don't put up any displays. Um, legal metal medical in the article says legal medical marijuana dispensaries did not cut into Wonderland's business as they don't sell smoking related paraphernalia and medical marijuana in Pennsylvania is vaped. It's funny because I remember when they first the place up in New York uh, did buy radio time, but you had to be. That script had to be gone over with a fine-tooth comb, so there was nothing that suggested any illegal activity. By the way, I want to back up the, in this article. It said, and medical marijuana in Pennsylvania is vaped. No, you can buy the flower that's a, as well. You can absolutely fun. buy that uh, at the uh, at the dispensary. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I uh, The first time I ever bought my own bowl and didn't borrow it from a friend, it was from these guys. From no Wonderland. kid. Yeah, and it, it, it was stolen like uh, three months later, <laughs> which is often happens with bowls. But yeah. uh, it was, you know, it, it's a, a sort of a Philly institution. I, I want, uh, Nick, I want to get a, a Wonderland shirt before they they, yeah. they go yeah. away. Yeah. So yeah. What I do too. Yeah. How much time do we have before they close up? Uh, I said it's possibly in February, okay. so uh, we'll have to see. And if they listen to MMR, yeah. Yeah. they know that we want. So pull aside a few shirts, if you would, please, Michael. I think yeah, we'd like to get them. I was I was sad to see this uh, this story. It is because places like that are just. It's just one of those. It's one of those places you point out. Exactly. You know what I mean, when I, when people are in town, I didn't oh, even yeah, indulge. That's Wonderland. That's the head shop. You, you know, know. Like, like Kathy says, but it, there was a culture to it. And I, I was fascinated by it. That's it. Oh, I remember going into mine and being like, "Oh my god, I'm going to get in trouble." <laughs> I know. I know. Here. Oh yeah. my god. Yes, when you're there and you were with like the the, the dumb friend who didn't quite yeah, know yeah. what you were supposed to say and not, and you, you know, don't get me in trouble. 
By the way, Nick looked up the High Street Boutique. I guess it's not around anymore uh, in St. Louis. It was in Jack- oh. oh, okay. I thought it was in Jackson, Missouri. No, it was in, it was in St. Louis. And, uh, um, yeah, we sent my uh, my sister's boyfriend, Greg, in uh, to buy us a bong. And it, I'll never forget it. it was called the Apogee. Do you remember Apogee was a brand? Nah, no, I just remember Jerome Baker. I remember eventually we got a graphics. That was like the uh-huh. that was the one you wanted to have. That was the that was the primo <laughs> yeah. version. Two-foot graphics. Yeah. Oh, like a plastic one? Yeah. Or glass one. Okay. Oh, plastic. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't get no way. Yeah. There's way, no way I was going to get a glass bong. That <laughs> thing wouldn't last a week. <laughs> As like the one we had here that broke. Yes. Yeah. It, it was, was beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. It was etched. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got in the city. They didn't break the whole thing. I think they only broke the stem. Yeah, but it was enough to, to get rid of it. I mean, we didn't, you know, what could you do with it? All right. Uh, more than 10 years after its release, the ultra-violent... Indonesian action film called The Raid which I love is getting a western remake courtesy of Netflix and this time instead of being set in Jakarta <laughs> the movie will take place in Kensington, Pennsylvania yeah. which is pretty wild because in The Raid which is a great action movie I mean some of the most incredible fights you'll ever see I've, I've seen it 50 times uh, that area that building is like scum I mean it, it's it's horrible and they're setting it here in Kensington. While some are concerned, the remake might portray Kensington in a negative light. Oh, man. Okay. I know. Then they don't need that, right? Uh, Gareth Evans directed the original in 2011. And uh, the part of the plot is a SWAT team storm a high-rise controlled by a powerful drug lord. And floor by floor, the team led by hero Rama fights bad guy after bad guy, reminiscent of uh, video games of the 1990s, just shooters, you know? Oh, my God. And there's, they're highly stylized fights, but they are so incredible. Uh, it led to a sequel called The Raid Redemption. Uh, both films became cult classics, and there had been talk of an American remake as far back as 2011. You know who's originally attached to the uh, the remake? Was uh, Frank Grillo. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Netflix announced a remake on Monday. And Deadline reports that Patrick Hughes, director of The Expendables 3, will helm the film, and it will be uh, Michael Bay producing. Yes, of course. Alongside uh, XYZ Films. A script has yet to be written, by the way. You really don't need a script. (laughs) You just need a lot of fighting. Right. Good fighting. Good uh, choreography. Yes. Uh, Without even a trailer or a script to dissect, fans of the original film already have a few problems with the idea. Many don't see... Uh, a need to remake a cult classic and are afraid the American treatment will make the film worse. Uh, Bay's involvement brings worries that the intricate fight choreography will be replaced with explosions, which, of course, is a Michael Bay thing. Yeah. No, that that would suck. Others, mean, the, the, whole, the whole charm, if I'm going to use that word, is that you're in hallways. You're in closed court quarter fighting, and that's what makes it so amazing. Others worry that exaggerating the violence of the Kensington area and positioning DEA agents as the heroes in a community that has been plagued by opioid overdoses and deaths would do even more harm. Uh, plus, there are no high-rise apartment buildings in Kensington. That could make it a problem. Yeah. So, but they it's, can... it's less engaging if it's a if it's a ranch. CGI it, <laughs> I guess. So uh, interesting. So, all right. Uh, another really cool one. Steve sent me this article. I love this. I will be making a reservation. South Jersey native Matthew Cortland and his partners are bringing the Cauldron Magical Pub to Philadelphia. It is a fantasy themed bar and restaurant that is inspired by the works of J.K. Rowling, C.S. Lewis, and J.R.R. Tolkien in a two-story space 
1305 Locust in Washington Square West. That's pretty cool. It will be the second cauldron in the United States after a location, a location opened in 2019 in New York City. Uh, they are targeting to open it this opening this spring. So the cauldron will have two experiences. One is a walk-in cocktail bar and gastropub serving food and what they're calling molecular cocktails that showcase science. So the Wizard mm-hmm. of Menlo Park, for example, is a Thomas Edison-inspired ginger cocktail that shoots plumes of smoke into the air. It's like that drink you had at the Bonefish uh, Grill Press. <laughs> yes, the smoking one. Yes. All drinks designed by co-founder David Duckworth are made to be interactive and feature different effects such as fire, ice, smoke, spherification, wow. expansion, color cha- change, clarification, and even love. Clarification? Hmm. <laughs> Ossification? Master? Oh, no. Spherification and smoke. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Michael Klein wrote this article, by the way. Would you like pop stickers with that? <laughs> yeah. uh, I love thematic restaurants like this or bars. Uh, up in New York, there is a place, uh, kind of everyone eventually goes there, and it's it's uh, like a Sherlock Holmes sort of um, murder mystery thing where, they, you know, the, the pictures on the walls, the eyes will move and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. cool. I love that type uh, of thing. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm curious to how this is going to be laid out, but I'm, I'm definitely interested in going. The food also will have a fantasy side. Fish and chips use sea salt vapor to bubble and smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cauliflower cheese is actually lit on fire and extinguished uh, with liquid ribbons of cheddar. Wow. Eleven bread, they're calling it, or no, not eleven. Elven bread is warm, uh, stir, uh, string. Te- I love it. It's a string-tied loaf of sweet bread wrapped in banana leaves. Ooh, I want that. Presented on a wooden log with lavender honey yogurt dip. I want that, dude. And so here's the deal. And this is what I want to do with friends. Uh, it's uh, a ticketed one hour and forty five minute potion making cocktail experience. It's about forty bucks a person. Uh, for which customers will get a wizard's robe and a working magic wand. The wand, based on uh, IOT, Internet of Things, have sensors that keep up with the bar tab. Uh, This experience starts with a class called Spellcasting 101, during which customers pour a welcome cocktail or non-alcoholic drink from the mouth of a glittering unicorn. Customers then move to a workstation equipped with a cast iron cauldron and instructions for making drinks. This particular cocktail is guaranteed to get you laid. When is it open? Uh, they're aiming for the spring. Okay, because the Harry Potter exhibit is coming to the Franklin Institute next month. It's probably going to be a giant. Well, I don't know, because that opens on the 18th. I don't know how long it's sticking around. I'll tell you one of the biggest mistakes, though. They, they kind of did a, uh, a circuitous way of approaching it in Chestnut Hill. They had that Harry Potter yeah. weekend festival, and I guess Warner Brothers put the kibosh on that, which they had to, to me is the name. so stupid. So it's like now Wizard or Magic Weekend, and they I haven't think- really done it fully, Kathy, since the uh, the pandemic. The but pandemic, and it was ch- awesome. They changed it too. Like they used to shut down Chestnut Hill. Like Germantown was closed through Chestnut Hill. Now, at least the last time they had it, like they kept the road open. It was sort of like on side streets and stuff. So I feel like nah. just, yeah, I mean, I don't know if if the town wanted to change it or what. But I, I, yeah, I, I saw it a couple of times in its heyday, and it went it went the full drag yeah. of Chestnut Hill, and there were street performers and magicians and Harry Potters and and the cast people dressed cosplaying the cast 
all over the place. It was great. Yeah. You know what, though? What Chestnut Hill has, you, you're talking about um, themed things. They have um, like an ice sculpture weekend. It's coming up. It's like uh, 28th and 29th, I think. And they <sighs> do like li- yeah, like live ice sculptures and like the bars do um, outdoor setups and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Nice. Uh, Cortland, by the way, said non-alcoholic beverages options have uh, become popular among families in the New York location. Uh, and he has a Philadelphia in mind for the second location because his family lives and works in the area. And his first training as a teacher was uh, with Teach for America at Overbrook High School in West Philadelphia. Uh, so the space whose deal was brokered by Joseph Scarpone uh, previously was Nomad Pizza. So that's what they're going to be taking over. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Nice. I will definitely be uh, participating in this. All right, one other story. Marissa got me this one as far as the city beat goes. Um, there's a guy named uh, Jim Pappas in 2018, and this is from uh, Eater, eaterphilly.com. Uh, in 2018, he started the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. Uh, with a friend and the eventual goal of eating 1,000 cheesesteaks from 1,000 different restaurants. <laughs> and uh, this past week, four years since he started, oh he God. ate his 1,000th cheesesteak. <laughs> wow. And has ranked them all, by the way. That's a, a, a major undertaking. Yeah, so Marissa gave me the full... Thousand list? Oh, my List God. of a thousand right here. <laughs> so just do the top hundred. We may have to go through this another time. I'll, I'll mention a few here in a second, but... Uh, he scores his cheese sticks according to five categories: roll, meat, cheese, extras, and then the overall experience. That seems pretty fair. So, a thousand cheese sticks in four years. Yep. There's only fourteen hundred days in four years, so right. it's almost like a cheese steak day. Oh yeah, God. almost. Uh, while each category is unique, Papa's says that it all starts with the meat. He said, "I grew up in the suburbs, so our cheese steaks were always chopped." I want the fried onions and the mushrooms on the grill with the meat. Let them all mix together. Uh, the cheese you know what I love? <laughs> meat. then should be melted on everything, chopped up with the meat, and placed into a roll with a thin crust and bread that collapses. That's just his, his all preference. Right. All right, yeah. Uh, the wild card of the ranking system is the overall experience, uh, riddled with subjectivity. This catalog, this category tends to incite the most controversy, apparently, amongst people who follow along. By the way, in April 2019, he hit his first major benchmark of 250 cheesesteaks and wrote a best-of list that apparently generated national attention and thousands of followers, providing enough momentum that he vowed to get to 500 before the end of that year, so he stepped it up. Wow. Uh, once he finally reached that staggering benchmark of 500 in January of 2020, he figured that he might as well keep going. Uh, 1,000 cheesesteaks became an arbitrary finish line, but one that has kept the adventurer alive. Fans made art, sold he sold merch, his followers uh, grew in count with fans nationwide, eventually landed an all, on an all-time favorite with a score of 96 out of 100, and I will get to that in a moment. Okay. Well, good question here. Does the cheesesteak fall in your top 10 favorite food items? I mean, you know what I'm saying? And like, mm. people adore. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm not a massive cheesesteak fan. I enjoy them now and then, but I know that might be sacrilege to say that. I actually would prefer a chicken cheesesteak. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, which is not steak. And um, so, so I'm, I'm kind of a heretic when it comes to that. I like them. I'm not crazy about them. I, they have. Without a doubt, grown on me over the years. When yeah. I was a kid, I didn't care for them as much. I, I didn't like the uh, gristly nature. Oh, I hate that. everything. Yeah, I hate it. Um, but now uh, you, you, you're asking top ten. If it's in, I would have to. I mean, I had a cheesesteak yesterday, um, and it it's not necessarily my go to go to. Yeah. But man, I, I do love a good cheesesteak. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, I do too. But yeah. I, I don't know if I 
put it in top ten or nine because you have you have ice cream, you have French fries, you have you know, yeah, there's some, a lot of good things. There's there. some good stuff out there. Wilson's I actually. Had I had all three of those yesterday. <laughs> I had a cheesesteak, I had French fries, and I had ice cream yesterday. There, it dude? was a football playoff football Sunday, hey, guys. You're living. I yeah. love you. You're I living am. life That's to the right. fullest. So love that How life. How are you staying living. skinny? I just exercise, Kathy. <laughs> That's all I do. I exercise to eat, baby. You empty, okay. you empty the tank in the gym, don't you, my bro? By the That's way, it. I love this comment. He said, "Finding they said finding a thousand unique spots for a cheesesteak has surprisingly never proved difficult." His quote is, "They're like deer; they're hiding in plain sight." <laughs> uh, high into the eight hundreds, he started uh, soliciting guest eaters to join him for the ride. Uh, and over 50 guest meals took place. Kath, by the way, I weighed two extra more pounds today than I did on Friday. So, But when, once you make a BM, that'll go away. <laughs> that'll all go yeah. away. Extra workout. All right. yeah. So with a score of 96, uh, he ranked at the top of his list uh, a place that's actually in Bear, Delaware. Oh, uh-huh. It's called Tender Bones Rib Shack. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's what he ranked. So I'll give you the the uh, the other ones. Uh, the local, the 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 one that ranked uh, ninety six. Well, so I guess it's a tie. All right, and we'd have to give the one in Philadelphia the edge. It's in South Philly, and it's Charlie's Roast Pork. Okay. Uh, then you have Ugly Oysters Draft House in Reading, hmm. followed by uh, Cimarron Pizza and Steak in Dover, Delaware. Hmm. Uh, Zogies in Penn's Grove. I haven't heard of any of these. Uh, t- Italian Kitchen in Pennsville. Uh, New Jersey, Datillos, uh, de, de uh, yeah, Datillos Delicatessen in Philly. It's in north in the Northeast. Okay. Uh, Penn Brew Station in West Grove, PA. We're going to keep going until we get one that we've been to. Yeah, uh, Meatheads Cheesesteak in New Jersey and Brunswick, or I'm sorry, Lawrence Township. Barclay Prime. All right, I've been there. You there. Go. And how much does that one cost? <laughs> yes, it's probably, might, it says the Wagyu meat cheesesteak. It might be the hundred dollar cheesesteak. Hundred dollars. Better. Be, oh wow. I mean, which is ridiculous. Yes. But better he, be good. But he cranked it up. Hundred bucks for a cheesesteak. So I've been there, but I have not had their hundred dollar cheesesteak. I'm not going to have the hundred dollar cheesesteak. Uh, Belly Buster Sub Shops in Oxford. Uh, then you have Barbecue and Butcher in Mullica Hill. Sly Fox Brew House. Hey, hey! Wow, I don't think I've ever had their cheesesteak. I haven't either. I've been there, but I haven't had the cheesesteak, so definitely have to go try that out. Uh, Curly's Creations in Levittown, Kathy. You ever been there? Uh, was, say, say it again. What was it? Curly's Creations. No, I haven't. Did, did Bucksco beat Delco yeah, on this list? Did. Yeah, okay. Uh, Deck, uh, it's five points to Bucksco. Uh, <laughs> Dagwood's Pub in Philly. It's now 50 to five. Uh, famous Fourth Street Delicatessen. In uh, Delicatessen, sorry, in Philly. Coffee House 2 in Philly. Uh, da Vinci's Brick Oven Pizza in Delhi and Feasterville. Wow, so none of the bigs have already have been on the list. Yeah, you're right. Uh, donkeys. Uh, I haven't I, mentioned Donkeys. I've been to that one, the top of the list there. Mama's Pizzeria That's right in down Bella the, Right down the street. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's a gigantic cheesesteak. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? How yeah. big? Uh, too big. <laughs> too big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, mean, like one a canoe? She, two people. Well, yeah, two people for yeah. one. I've always wanted to go there. Always see it's the good. sign, and yeah. I've never been there. Do they advertise their cheesecake, cheese steak on the sign? I uh, I think it's just the pizza that oh, they advertise. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good uh, lunch spot, Steve. Mama hey, Make. By the way. Uh, Mama Make. Mama Make. Oh. Remember Mama. Uh, by the way, making the, the near the top of the second page is Wilson's Secret Sauce. There you go. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll tell yeah. you what, man. That that uh, uh, Impossible cheesesteak, I will rank that up with some of the best 
cheesesteaks. Yeah, right. By the way, our lesson actual. learned question is a uh, 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 $50 gift card from Wilson's oh, Secret Sauce. You got to get the actual, like, yeah, I'll get the real one. It is really, they really good. celebrate by sending like six over here. <laughs> and by the way, his comments, but it scored a 93. 93. Oh, that's our frequency. WMMR. Uh, with uh, it, it's uh, the comments were BYOB and awesomeness. Huh. Uh, by the way, these are all a lot of these are tied in score. Yeah. Uh, so the majority of them, we've only so got what is it, a thousand way tie? Uh, no, no. Oh. So the top like five were uh, 96, and then one, two, three, four, and then like 10 of them were 95, and then 94. So right. the, a lot of these score the same. So you can't say that they're like number eight or whatever. Right. They're, okay. they're okay. ranked at uh, at the, at a similar level. You so. don't uh, see Chubby's on there, do you, Preston? Chubby's is Dude, my favorite chicken steak. Is gigantic. Okay, yeah. um, Chubby's is right up the road. East Falls? Uh, it's on It's on Henry. So it would be, I'd probably be Roxborough. Okay, yeah. yeah I yeah. think it's Roxborough. It's really good. Hang on, Casey's looking for something. Johnny okay. Pisanos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... In Springfield? Yeah, and I've only been to the one in uh, Havertown, so... If you're looking for it, Chubby's, just look for the Sunoco where none of the pumps are ever working. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, so anyway, this dude ate a thousand cheesesteaks, man. Yeah. I wonder if any of these restaurants that, that were listed, because we do these meat needs so often that sometimes I don't remember the names of all the restaurants that come in, you know? It's so possible. It's I wonder possible. if we've had any and just huh. didn't remember it. Wilson's yeah. is on here again, Casey. Yeah. Oh, maybe so he because nice. he visit. He must have visited there a couple of times. So let me ask you: where where does a, where does a Pat's and a Jim's and where do they fall on the list? Are they on the list, dude? This list is gigantic, <laughs> and and it's page after page. I can't. I don't have. I can't it's just be. scroll down. Yeah, they. Uh, he had to have been there, uh, but uh, he had to have been there. It's just where where it ends up uh, getting scored is the question. This is so. where the Evelyn Wood speed reading class would come in handy. <laughs> no, it's just. It's just gigantic, um, so I, I don't have time to go through no. that. All right. By the way, I can't believe people can speed read. That's crazy. <laughs> right? Remember that? Remember the I, commercial with the three fingers, like, across the page? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I have a friend who's a speed reader, and yeah. we're like, no way. We've tested him before. We've hmm. given him a, a book and then asked him questions about it, and he can answer the damn questions. <laughs> there is an art to it. I don't know if you're... If you're coming around a page at 150 miles an hour, Dude. you might lose some of the nuance. Lou Turk's got a 90 on here. Lou Turk? Yeah, yeah, the strip really? club. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Uh-huh. I tell you what, you know that a lot of those strip clubs have usually have very good restaurants. Also- very good? Yeah, right? Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. He has, as long as um, they don't bring their own utensils. <laughs> he has Barnaby's Aston, but he also has it located in media. Barnaby's Aston in media. Is in Aston. <laughs> it's not in media. <laughs> I guess, or or is it Barnaby? Is well, there? I don't know. I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know where Aston becomes Aston in that. Point. Isn't that part of the thing though? A lot of times with, with the with the strip clubs is that we if you 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 build something, it's billed as a steakhouse. Oh, steakhouse. Steakhouse. Well, well, yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember the going. Steakhouse. Does, does the penthouse club exist anymore? Uh, it did. No, Morris is saying no. Um, I remember going there for an event one time. The food was really. It good. was amazing. It was it really was good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Pudges Case is Barnab- on here. They're out by me. Yeah. Okay. Case Barnaby's asked, and the address is media. It is media. Okay. Huh. It's, well, uh, then where's Barn- Barnaby's media? <laughs> it's in Aston. <laughs> Come on, man. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Marissa, where, uh, I guess, you can, can you get this full list online? Yeah, he has his own website. What was his name again? His name is Jim Pappas. Yeah, if you search him, he has it. I was uh, grabbing you guys because I have the whole list here where I can look up a couple if you like. It's under Pappas Don't Preach. Specifically, uh, Chubby's got a 75, which, Casey, it is tied with... uh, Oh, no, you don't know Talk of the Town, do you? 
Mm. I don't know. He knows town. Oh, yeah, delivered. Was a contributing reporter. What were the other ones you guys were curious about? Jim's. Yeah, yeah. Jim's, Pat's, Geno's. Yeah, you know. The big three. The big ones. Jim's uh, in Springfield got an 86. Okay. Jim's in South Philly got an 81. Okay. All right. And the lowest score on this, by the way, is a is, the best. <laughs> is a zero. It's cheerleaders. <laughs> wow! It's a strip club. There you go, Steve. What you have to got do a to zero? And then the nothing. next the next score after that is a fifty four. So that's a gigantic jump. Uh, so what's the, what's, what's the place right after? Uh, Beck's Cajun Cafe right. in uh, in Philly because they probably give you a Cajun cheesesteak, you know, and that's going to be a little bit funky. He put uh, Pat's and Gino's, uh, actually put them together and gave him a 90. Okay, oh, that's respectable. Yeah, around, uh, yeah. We talked to a place that we know, Cavs Rittenhouse is there with a 90. Um, Carlino's got a 90. Carlino's. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm looking at, yeah, yeah there's like several pages that are scored 90. Molly, All right. Molly Malloy's got a 90. Press, that's where we have lunch after uh, St. Patty's Day broadcasts. St. Patty's Day broadcasts. And Reading Terminal Market. Molly Malloy's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. restaurant yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a good place. Nice. It's very good. All right, well, anyhow, uh, monumental feat by yes. Mr. Jim Papas, who had a 1,000 cheesesteaks under his belt. There you go. And you can go to eaterphilly.com. That's where I got the, uh, Marissa got the article. So thank you, field reporter Marissa Mendoza <laughs> again. All right, uh, that's the end of the City Beat. we got to wrap that up, gang. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Some bizarre file stories of what we have planned next for you, so make sure that you don't stray too far. We will be right back. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MMR Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's uh, share those bizarre file stories. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can book a tune-up with Horizon Services for $49. Lock in a spring AC tune-up for $39. And get a free safety inspection. You visit horizonservices.com. Uh, man in New Zealand. Had a cockroach pulled out of his ear after oh, he felt it wriggling around for three days. Jesus. The second ear story you've had in a week. That is correct. Oh. Zane Wedding from Auckland said that he went to the doctor on January 8th with what he thought was water stuck in his ear canal after a day of swimming. He says his ear was syringed. He was given antibiotics and then he was sent home but decided to go to an ear specialist on the 10th. Because he could still feel the squirming sensation. Could you imagine? Specialized realized wedding had uh, a now dead cockroach in his ear and managed to extract it. Wedding said he was shocked and disgusted after realizing what had been inside his head. (laughs) I'm not long for this world. And he's distressed. Baptize me. Realizing that the cockroach likely climbed in his ear as he was sleeping on his couch after he oh, went That's why you should never go to sleep. And uh, so it was uh, It was live for a couple days, oh, but gross. it didn't make it in his head. So we're sleeping with earplugs in? Uh, no, it'd be much better. <laughs> the New Orleans Police Department arrested a man for obstruction of justice after officers found the remains of a human 
torso in a freezer on his property while executing a search warrant. Man, we have had a lot of hacked up body stories yes. lately. Benjamin Beal was at home when uh, police executed a search warrant. And they found a dismembered body in a freezer located inside of a bus parked outside of his home. You boys want some torso sandwiches? He was taken to headquarters for questioning but refused to provide a statement or answer any of the investigators' questions regarding the human remains. He was charged with obstruction of justice. Officers said that they found a dismembered body located in the freezer in the bus. Various parts, uh, body parts were wrapped in plastic and the head had been chopped off. Uh, law enforcement sources said that they were at the home investigating the disappearance of Julia Dardar, who was reported missing in December. Uh, a man uh, said that uh, Dardar was his 36-year-old estranged wife who was reported missing a week before Christmas and was last known to be staying with Beale. He said that his estranged wife was suffering from addiction and mental health issues. Oh, my God. We're looking at the house is the most nondescript house, and next to it is a, is a school bus. Uh, the well, that's where yeah, that's yeah. where they found it. Yeah. yeah, they they found it in the freezer in the bus. And it, and, and the back president said, "Careful, nervous mother driving." Uh, the New Orleans police took Peel in for questioning, but they have not accused him or charged him with committing homicide. Neither the identity of the remains in the theater nor the cause of death have been determined. So once they determine all that, they'll probably yeah. throw some charges at him. Court documents state the that forty six year old Michael Caranda of Tabor, South Dakota, was arrested on January 5th for possession of a controlled substance. So this came after multiple calls about a possible poisoning at the Tabor Senior Center on January 4th. Turns out, multiple patients were under the influence of THC from a batch of brownies that were brought to the center by Coranda's mother. When a deputy spoke with the mother, she said that her son had baked brownies, and she took them to a card game at the center, not knowing that they were made with THC. (laughs) Michael Caranda admitted that he had been to Colorado over the weekend. It's like a seahorse party. And had blood. (laughs) Seahorses everywhere. Seahorses forever. And uh, had he had he had bought, We're having a seahorse party. He had uh, bought a pound of THC butter. Oh my God! Brought it back with him and reportedly used a half a pound of the butter to make the brownies before going to bed. Uh, his mother took the brownies while he was asleep. Uh, he submitted the remaining half pound of THC butter to the police. So uh, it was a mistake that his mother made, but he wasn't supposed to be doing that because I guess. Uh, in his state, it is a controlled substance. Yeah, he was in South Dakota. Time for bed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, listen to this. This reads like a Christmas nightmare. A man involved in an attempted robbery in North Pole, Alaska, was killed Wednesday on North Santa Claus Lane. <sighs> the North Pole Police Department. Uh, Santa's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. That's the thief. Got to flee town. Uh, Santa's got to go. Uh, the North Pole Police Department said that Adam Seelid was shot during a gun sale that turned into an attempted robbery. The shooting took place in a parking lot near Taco Bell at North Santa Claus Lane. The North Pole? Uh, well, it's the town, North yeah. Pole, Alaska. Uh, Seelid and Dalen Davis med- met with uh, the seller and agreed to purchase the weapons. According to police, uh, Seelid then pulled out a handgun and threatened the seller after a struggle the seller produced his own weapon and fired one shot that struck Seelin in the abdomen. Uh, Seelin was taken to a nearby hospital. He was pronounced dead. Davis was charged with robbery and manslaughter. Uh, the person who was selling the firearms and shot Seelin has uh, not been charged, but it happened on Santa Claus Lane. <sighs> Santa uh, would not like that. I don't think so. 
Uh, this story is out of Utah. Police said that a man was hospitalized after running from deputies, removing his clothes, running into a river, and ended up suffering from severe hypothermia on Friday. How did he not get away? Uh, they said that an initial report came in around 2.45 p.m. of a man speeding and passing vehicles illegally. The driver in a black sedan uh, passed a deputy at a high rate of speed and pursuit began. Officials said the chase was called off once speeds reached 70 miles per hour. Deputies waited at the mouth of the canyon for the car where they expected him to emerge before heading up the canyon to search for the suspect. I know. I'll take my clothes off. And as you can imagine, in uh, Utah, sure. it's oh, yes. freaking cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they said a 43-year-old man crashed his car into a snowbank near a forest service gate. After he fled from the deputy, he tried stopping him. Five deputies, including a canine, tracked him in snow that was two and a half inches deep for four miles. They said they found him without his clothes in a stream where he had broken through the ice two hours later. Didn't plan that one outright. Uh, the man had significant abrasions, suffered from severe hypothermia, lost consciousness, and had to be carried via side-by-side down the canyon to a life flight helicopter. Jeez. Uh, the man was in the cold for over three hours, so he very easily could have died. He's lucky that he didn't. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this moment. Let's take a break, and we'll come back in just a sec or two. We got some stuff planned for you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Please welcome from the Pearl Jam, Mr. Jeff Amen. The President and Steve Show had a long interview with Pearl Jam bassist Jeff Amen about his skate park projects musical documentaries, and that burning question that's bothering all Pearl Jam fans. We look forward to being in Philly again. Hopefully hopefully it happens here in 22. We're, we're ready. Miss you. Right, miss you. Find the podcast now at PrestonandSteve.com. Kathy, you'll be glad that uh, that you're not back in the studio yet. I have oh, uh, God, had this issue lately where <clears throat> I've been biting my lip. Uh, and not just for fun and to show a little sexy play at someone. <laughs> I mean, it's like accidentally, like literally biting hard right. while eating uh, onto my lip, and I know, Casey, you bit your tongue the other day, and so I found out after doing this multiple times, because the bitch of it is, is it swells up a little bit from yeah. that initial injury, and then you will bite it again, and yes. it's just, you want to punch yourself in the face for doing it. So now I've decided what I need to do. I bit my lip yesterday. I'm like, I'm going to have to eat differently, and now I eat like Sean Connery. <laughs> so I have my lips pursed out forward like this, and my mouth slightly open, Kathy, so I'm eating with a slightly open mouth, and it sounds like this. Oh, no. Oh, God. While I'm You're eating. right. You're right. So I'm glad I'm not there. be glad that you aren't here, but I can't stop biting my lip. It's driving me crazy. Well, sometimes, and this has happened, and there was an article I was reading that sort of explains why you hit the same spot. Uh, even though that you be, if you've become conscious of not doing it, you still manage to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I had a run about three weeks ago where I hit the same spot over the course of a couple of days, <sighs> and I'm like... Because you just feel so goddamn stupid. It's like, how the hell am I doing this? My mouth hasn't changed. I've been eating my whole life. Yes. Uh It's like choking on your own spit. The things you should not do. So now I have to eat like this, (laughs) and I should talk like this at the same time. Hey, by the way, uh, real quick, congratulations. Going out to two uh, people that are friends of the Preston and Steve show. Mr. James Van Riemsdyk and his wife, Laura, gave birth to their baby, William. So they have an addition to the family, which is great. And Scotty Hartnell and his wife, Katie, had a new baby named Emma. So babies all across the NHL. That's great, man. Congratulations. Hockey babies. And uh, there's a picture that that, uh, Scott posted of this baby. Oh, my God. I know. 
So adorable. It's just unreal. So damn adorable. So congratulations. That's awesome. Um, Kathy had a story about sending a text, I think, that you oh. wanted to share with us, right? Uh, yeah. So it was, somebody sent me a text, and it was, you know, somebody that I am friendly with. You know, like, not like one of you guys where, we, you know, if we the te- type of text messages that we send each other. Um, but I, I needed to drop something off to this person. Um, and I, you know, basically was saying, I apologize. I had COVID, like, was stuck in the house. I'm going to, you know, get this stuff to you. Um, and so he says, well, how are you feeling? What I wanted to text him was that I got, and I've said this to you guys, like, COVID kicked my ass. I got right, my ass right, kicked, yeah. you know? What I sent him was that I got my ass licked. <laughs> <laughs> I got my ass licked. Yeah. And yeah. Like, and how you drink. feeling? Yeah. Well, I got my ass licked. Pretty good. I got my ass licked. Oh, and it's all worth it. I mean, it was kind of bad at the beginning, but once the ass licking started, yeah. it turns oh the better. I mean, I've heard of rim jobs before. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, Beth. like, fully change the... You know, like, I guess it auto-corrected to licked, and I didn't realize, sent it, and then, you know, I didn't, like, hear back, and I went back and pulled up my text and looked, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God, what do I do? And then I was, I just put, I just put kicked and sent that and just didn't say anything else. And, and no, no response back or? No, like, he, he didn't really address it. Yeah, there's said, someone on the phone for you. <laughs> no, he just said, no worries, uh, you know, whenever you feel better. Listen, like, was, was that an invitation? Because I would like to follow through on that. So, so this is just, just more of just an acquaintance, right? Uh, yeah, listen. A professional? Um... Yes, like a yeah professional mm-hmm. ass licker. No, no, I mean like a, you, yeah. you, you know them more on a uh, professional level as opposed to a personal level. Yeah, like they okay. own a business, and and yeah. I go to the business and and purchase. Why would she mention she had her ass licked? <laughs> 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 oh my god! I don't understand. Santa's coming over right now. Oh my, God. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is pretty moist. I could do that. Oh God. Oh God, ew. Oh, God. God. <laughs> uh, that is, there are some things that are absolutely astonishing as when you, listen, that you, you wrote kicked. I'm sure you. I did. Right. So yeah. why? Why is why that? Why it? is that not perceived as a as an actual word? I've had it happen. I think they were just trying to pull a fast one on you. Yeah. I think technology was like oh, a slick. <laughs> yeah, it's built into the algorithm. The autocorrect feature is is bizarre though. Like I don't know. My, my mom sent me a text uh, right before Christmas, and uh, sh- she wrote. I bought Ben some ski dicks from Buckman's and a U.S. National Parks wall map and push pins. And then her follow-up text was, good God, that is ski socks. Ski socks. Do you ever put your feet in a nice pair of dicks? <laughs> but I'm sure my mom felt the same way as you, Kath. It was just like, I and at least it was to me, not to like, yeah. you know, right, a, a right, minister exactly. or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that it, was. Though, an... It's just like, why? why? Why is it changing to well, right. that? My, my question is, if it is a legitimate word, legitimate in the context of the sentence, right. yeah. what uh, what makes it change it? Like, I, I've I, had it. Yeah. I think she probably accidentally misspelled it, and you you didn't notice. And, uh, and went to well, Lick and K and L are right next to each other, and, and Nick, as far as ski dicks are concerned, <laughs> yes, um, D and S are right next to each other, as is uh, the O and the I. So I think yeah. there's a most likely on your uh, end of things, Nick, <laughs> that was a, a misspelling and not an autocorrect, <laughs> because uh, why would they autocorrect from socks to dicks? 
Thanks for checking in. Would you like to lick my ass? <laughs> it licked my ass. Oh, my God. That's great. Great to hear from you. Um, you would, uh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with this story because last Thursday I got a, a message from a friend of mine who works at, uh, Headstrong Foundation and he was letting me know that, uh, that a friend of mine is going to, uh, receive, um, some, some, uh, financial, dicks. no, some, <laughs> some financial assistance for, uh, his daughter who is suffering from cancer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I thought I was responding to somebody else when I wrote LOL. To this guy when he's oh, telling God. me about oh, no. oh geez. Uh, yes uh, so I go you know he's like he's, he's going to get that's this hilarious <laughs> yeah Cancer. laugh out loud <laughs> that is funny and, then, and I was like oh my God how do I and I was like no I, I mean that was totally meant for somebody else and I can't re- I can't find out who I was trying to say lol to <laughs> but I can't believe I responded I mean at this point I think everyone even even the even the best person with the greatest amount of accuracy has experienced that mistake that. Whether whether you're misspelling and it turns to lick or or, or, or whatever, or or the you know uh, an emoji that's an incorrect emoji that you didn't want to hit, but it but it is you. Well, when the it happens, emoji. you're like you're like oh my god, and you almost mentally try to reach out and pull it back, but you can't. Hey, what does this mean? Somebody texted and said swipe keyboard or regular tapping keyboard. Oh, so with with the swipe keyboard, you can just basically keep your your finger on the keyboard the entire time and not lift up. Oh, and okay. it sort of spells, helps you spell out words, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then tap is just, you know, like the regular. Do you have that option on an iPhone? Y- yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Where you can just keep your finger and move from from um, letter to letter. And if you pause long enough, it will I I don't use it. it or. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm just, I and I've attempted it. I've tried it, but I, I'm so used to the other way that I just keep doing it the other it's way. It's the number one preference for salad tosses, Preston. <laughs> I really need to use. I need to use uh, voice to text more often. Me too. I, I don't trust it. That makes mistakes yeah, too. Yeah, I, I know it makes mistakes, yeah. but but I'm if I do have to write a fairly voluminous amount, a, a longer one, I'd rather you know dictate it and then go back and maybe yeah. fix the, the, the mistakes. I've, I've gotten. I'm very good at that, and I and I make sure that it's, I include all the appropriate punctuation. Yeah, which you got to do drives that. Me crazy. Sure. Uh, you know what annoys me about that, though, is if you stop in the middle of a sentence just to, like, gather yeah. your thoughts, and then you start again, it starts with a capital letter. So then there'll be a capital letter in the middle of the sentence, and, like, I can't send that. Well, do you it know what works, me. Kathy, if you can? First, write it longhand, then type it, then stop. print it. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre loves voice-to-text, yeah. and he likes to voice-to-text while he's driving. And Pierre has a tendency to sometimes be a bit long-winded. No. And so his texts are also long-winded. And so the year is 1983. Wow, is that what that is? Yeah. I, okay. I, wrote him, I, I wrote him a nice text on Friday. I thought he had a great show. And I was just like, hey, man, it was, you know, it was really cool to listen. I was in the car a lot. I got to listen to a lot of your show. It was awesome. And he didn't respond, which you know is also yeah. fine with Pierre. And then he wrote back yesterday. And it was like six paragraphs long. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was nice of him to respond. It's just, Will uh, we ever forget the tragedy of the Donner Party? <laughs> what? I the problem with me and, and voice to text is I can't think of what I want to say as I'm saying it. I mess it up too. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, That's what I mean. And then so you want to pause. Here is the thing. I would like to say <laughs> to you these words. You know, and I'm like, well, I, I've so so it gives you the option to review it. 
I know, right? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just when I'm when I'm typing it out, I know exactly what I want to say. But when I'm my saying friend it, says says sends the um the voice would you messages. Be interested in licking my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it licked she, my butt. Damn it! It said. Yeah, no, my, um, so my friend sends those voice like the you know where it's just like you can just talk and yeah. then it. Todd um, Glass did that for Casey last week, and I, he did it for a reason. I forget what it was, but your voicemail was full or something like that. So he he sent you voice text. Uh, yeah, I guess my voice. I don't. I don't have my voice. Do you? Do you I get? Do you get that from, from anybody? I have. I hand, just a handful, but not any regularity. But I'm not good at. At sending back, then, like when I send it back, I'm talking like I'm doing voice to text, right. but it's just like a regular message. Hi, this is Kathy. I, I was busy. I couldn't get your call. I was inviting a stranger to lick my ass. <laughs> Kathy, who were you texting this, by the way? I forget. What, what the, that say. I got my they ass licked? Yeah, yeah. It, it was just it was somebody. I I have some things I need to drop off at this business, oh, and it was the business oh. owner. Uh, you know, it's so funny though, and it's uh, Kathy. The, the abject terror you experience when that happens. Happens. It's it's like and there's nothing. Everyone has made the mistake. It doesn't matter when you've done it, especially on that level. You know how many times it happens constantly. I forget who I, I told I I loved uh, uh, dearly and, and used the the nickname I use uh, Boogie or something that I use on my wife. <laughs> the, the question mark came back and I'm, I, I'm like, oh, oh no, no. Son of a bitch. because you know, you so, my big mistake is that I don't look. All right, so I texted, and then I got one or two texts from the time that text occurred so that Claire is no longer the top person on my text chain. Uh And so I'm responding now to whoever was last in, and I always make that mistake. What sucks is when you are, um, you get a word wrong, and then you type what you think is the correct word, Uh fixing it, and you have typed an incorrect word again. Yes. And if you do that two or three times, it's like, what? Yeah. What the hell right. and then that is becomes, happening? That becomes the default sometimes. If you if you type it enough, yes. the, the the bad spelling, the incorrect spelling becomes the default for what they think. And it the does, does. And then you got to break that nightmare. I, I would think a lot of times, you know, and then it'll give you, and then you have to, you know, X out of the word that's popping up. I'm like, right. no! I hate that. Especially if, if you're using curse words, and I understand why right. curse words are going to come up as incorrect because you don't want to accidentally send that to someone who doesn't need to be seeing. By that the or way, though, you don't intend for, to see that. They should put that. They should put curses in, or allow you to put curses in. Well, I mean, listen, you can if you wanted to. Uh, when you do like the uh, the abbreviated keyboard or whatever, yeah. So you, you can, can change ducking. You can change <laughs> ducking, or like if you just wanted to, like okay, if I type the the letters FFF, it's just going to turn into forget you, Dad. Forget you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to turn into what? Um, whatever you want it to be. So, like for instance, oh, I see what you're saying. So you're, you're, you're setting a, up a code. Okay. I send my wife a text every single morning, and it's the same thing. And, and when she's mad at me, she goes, "Oh, thanks a lot for for doing the uh, the quick text." <laughs> but if I just type in the the letters I I I, that comes up, and it just says, "Good morning, I love you so much." Okay, you know what I mean. So you can do that, like if you typed, but you you know, it's like my butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can do a shortcut. <laughs> Where, you know, if you want to say F you, if you oh, yeah. just type in the letters FF or FFF or whatever. Where do you go to set that up? Uh, you got to go to settings, keyboard, shortcuts. Email I know, bag I of sticks. But I do that for, like, my address, right? Um, rather than typing my address sure. every single time when I need to do that, Ooh. I just type in the, the, the letters of my house That's or good. the numbers of my house, and the my address comes house. right up. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, by the way, here's a text that says, uh, I use voice to text so often 
says, sometimes I accidentally dictate punctuation when I'm leaving a voicemail. <laughs> so they're like, hi, John, comma. And they'll actually say that leaving a voicemail. I, I haven't gotten funny. that bad, but I, I've done fairly lengthy texts with the the the, the uh, speech uh, uh, you know app, and it works well. Yeah. But, but I mean... It does. It, you do have to be on your game. You can't slip up once because if you go through a three or four sentence thing and you screw up, then you got to start from the beginning. You can't jump in again and fix the part that's uh, that's wrong. By the way, here's a text that says, "Hi, uh, I wanted to RSVP for the ass licking party." Right, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, is there room left? Stop it! Uh, How did you beat COVID? Well, I used an unconventional treatment. <laughs> it's very unconventional. <laughs> the trick is finding a doctor willing to do it. Casey, I think you saw the guy that's the president of that club down the shore this past summer. He had a, a big white truck and sat on the oh, back. Yeah. yeah, I eat A. Oh, yeah. God, that's right. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I was like, where are you going with this one? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's, uh, that sounds like it was fun for the recipient, uh, Kathy. Yeah, that was super fun. <laughs> that, 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 that took place. Well, maybe you'll see them in some sort of uh, professional function. You know. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick. I, I know uh, I have a couple of shout-outs I want to do, if yes. you guys don't mind. And then I, I have a... Uh, yeah, let me do a couple of shout-outs real quick. Please. So uh, it says, hey, guys, uh, my friend uh, Gus Hoos. Uh, has a birthday today. His last name is spelled uh, H-O-O-S, and it's pronounced like goose, he said here. So, Gus Hoos uh, has birthday January 14th. So, uh, exact age unknown, around 40 years old. Gus uh, Gus's group in the Philly area are listened to MMR. However, uh, he now owns the Riverside Inn in Millsboro, Delaware, which is about 140 miles from Philly. Uh, therefore, Gus listens to MMR and podcasts. In addition, a bunch of Delco transplants have adopted Riverside Inn as their own. Wow. Thanks, Preston. And that was sent from Ted from Delaware. Here's a shark. Uh, another one says, hey, guys, I'm turning... Oh, I'm a little early with this. I'm turning 60 on January 24th. I've listened to you guys uh, since the beginning and seriously need to shard out as I really am having a hard time turning this number. Ugh. Please make this one a little easier to handle. Your humor, humor has helped me cope uh, with many trying times over the years, and I'm so grateful. A happy early birthday to you, Preston. Uh, congratulations to you and Steve for the Hall of Fame induction. Thank you, uh, your whole gang, for uh, bringing such joy all these years. Love you guys all the best, Cat Lester. So good luck with 60, Cat, and that's the day before my birthday. And then uh, this was kind of fun because I spoke last week about uh, being in my car in my garage, and I have to start the car first yes. before being able to open Right. The garage door. And you, you get a little worried for a second. Just for a split second. Yeah. And uh, this email is from Marianne in Avondale. She said, have someone give you a big kiss for talking about getting your car's door opener uh, to work while in the garage. I heard you talking about this and uh, that the car had to be on for it to work inside the garage. I've had my car for three years <laughs> and didn't know why it didn't work. I was in the garage. <laughs> Tried it this morning and it worked. And yes, it's weird to start the car with the door down, though. Uh, love you guys. So I thought that was kind of nice. huh? helped out, which is a pretty good shout out. Yeah, we'll give her a shout out. Yeah. Why not? Chucking them out. Uh, and a, uh, a butt plug uh, All right. as well, if you don't mind. Uh, this one, uh, terrible news. Uh, this is from who sent this? Uh, Gary Fadden. I uh, said, I've been listening since Preston, Maryland, Steve Days of Y100. Uh, I've been to many of your events, and today I'm writing because I need your help, and I hope this will be read on air and given in a wide audience. Uh, we've established a GoFundMe account in order to support the immediate family of the late John Burke Jr. 
passed away on January 3rd from complications from COVID-19, and he was only 36 oh, years old. Terrible. Yeah, he was a police officer with Clifton Heights uh, Police Department the past nine years. He also worked as a security officer at Upper Darby High School, his alma mater. Uh, loving husband to his wife, Amy, and a dynamite father to the one-and-a-half-year-old son, uh, Kademon, I think is how you say the name. C-A-E-D-M-O-N. Great name. Uh, John was known to drop everything to help anyone, regardless of how well he knew the person. His sense of humor, wit, and sarcasm made everyone feel welcome and accepted. Uh, a contribution towards his memorial fund would assist with his funeral expenses, along with providing support to his expectant wife. Jeez. Amy is a strong and loving, supportive mother uh, who would humbly appreciate your support. Uh, if you prefer not to donate to the GoFundMe, you can also make a direct uh, contribution to the John Burke Memorial Fund established by the Clifton Heights Police Department. So I wanted to pass that information along. That's terrible news. 36 years old, complications from COVID-19. So uh, we will we will gladly pass that along. Nick, I'm sure you have that information. Yeah, he, he didn't include the GoFundMe, though. So um, okay. if he can email back with that particular information, we will definitely post it. And since we're talking about uh, tributes to people, I thought this was a nice one. Today would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so she is going to be remembered each time that it snows in southwestern uh, Michigan. The Michigan Department of Transportation has named a snowplow Betty Whiteout. <laughs> uh, one of over 300 that uh, they have nicknamed. What was her town that she was um, from in uh, the Golden Girls? She was St. Olaf. St. Yeah. Olaf, yeah. Which was in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but this is in Michigan. Right. Uh, the agency started accepting suggestions from, uh, uh, is it Michiganders? Is that a, you I believe that? so, yeah. yeah. Michiganders for uh, snowplow names in 2021. Uh, the names are not printed on the vehicles, but they've all been entered into the Department of Transit's live online snowplow tracker. Fans can actually follow them. That's a cool idea. Follow the uh, snowplow. Snow yeah, I think that might be cool. On a cool. tracker, and especially if it's got a name, that would make it fun. Put a closed circuit uh, camera on it. Uh, names of the other snowplowers in the fleet include Gordy Plow. Yeah, uh, that's, that's good. That is good. Uh, Aaron Brr and Derek Sleeter. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to somebody. I don't even know who you are, but, uh, I see your Jeep in, uh, Wildwood all the time. Uh, press, you might've seen this, uh, you know, so the, the tire that goes on the back of the Jeep, you know, people take pride in the cover that they put on yes. it. And this guy or girl, I don't know. Uh, their cover is a picture of Betty White. Oh, and, oh really? Yeah, you haven't seen that one I haven't that seen yet? that one, no. It's awesome. That's I love that. Cool. So shout out to that person. By the way, I saw a, um, a story this morning on the news that, uh, that Wildwood was getting, uh, was going to get some pretty intense weather uh, today. Was that the, today? Yeah. So, so through, I know. Through the storm, because the, the, the storms last night brought uh, windy conditions. I didn't really hear much wind howling this, this morning. There's debris all over the roads. Really? From branches and stuff on my drive-in, which surprised me. I'd actually weave way out of the way of one that was in the middle of the road. Huh. Uh, but apparently, I think they were getting, like, um, uh, some uh, storm, surge. storm surge or not. But there was, like, there's going to be a water problem. It was water. really? In we're, North Wildwood. We were oh, talking okay. about, I was, listen, I knew that the, the rain was going to blow out a lot of the snow. But it, it, it did pick up. It was tumultuous for a little bit. But it actually... Cleaned out whatever residual snow was there, and it folded my laundry, which I thought wow. was amazing. That needs to happen more yeah. often. And he's t- I just cracked the window open, and it came down, all the laundry was folded. I saw lots you of... Know- 
Go ahead, Kath. No, I was going to say, the, so there's a wind advisory. It's in, it's until 1 a.m. this morning, so we're going to see gusts up to 50 miles per hour yeah. um, all, right. all day. And there were also coastal flood advisories. Okay, um, so that could be the, the issue. Wind, the wind down there, they said, was going to be like 60 miles an hour. Wow. So I the, believe it. The storm was supposed to actually impact more along like uh, Long Island and perhaps uh, Boston. I don't know if it's still traveling or what the story is. But, uh, again, I will take any storm like what we had last night because it was snowing, there was accumulation, and by the time I woke up, it was all gone. Did you guys see uh, videos of uh, surfacing of the uh, the tsunamis uh, popping Oh, my up God. Over the weekend? Oh, from my the God. Explosion? Yes. Yeah. Did you guys no. see this aerial satellite yeah. footage of the eruption of this volcano? Unbelievable! I've never seen anything no. like that. Yeah, it was it was from from space. Case you got to see these. Uh, okay, uh, it's uh, essentially uh, um, photos that were shot in sequence, and it's pretty. It, it looks it doesn't look real. No, it looks like it's CGI yes, or something yeah. like that. Um, and yeah, so there were some tsunamis, uh, uh, like in, in Tonga, I believe. There was and, one that with it where like I've seen others that were a lot more formidable. There was. Um, you know, and, and there were some uh, the, some areas that were hit that where it was this, but in other areas it seemed to be manageable. But I'm like, I, that would scare the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so, you, so you get the, that warning. They were like the ones that we saw uh, years ago, like um, the Fukushima power plant in, J- in Japan, right? But these, but still, so unlike uh, flood damage where it rains a lot and yeah. overnight it's just slowly creeping and getting a little bit more and a little bit more. It's like instant flood. Yeah, it's like. Your basement is now flooded. Yes, right now, and your house might be gone. And so, uh, well, yeah, I didn't see any of, like the, of yeah. that force, but it was it was of the extent that it just it was a big, you know, you know, five feet of water all of a sudden just came in. Uh, some some of the video that I saw, even I saw a couple of videos of uh, I think it might have been like San Diego or something like that, mm. where they got little after effects of it. You could clearly see it wasn't much, but but it came in and it was like, okay, this is the the, the ripple effect of the tsunami hitting here. The power is astonishing. Okay, we're looking at some of it right now. Do you, you, the video is yeah. This is one of the yeah, ones that I saw surging on in, and it comes in like all of a sudden, immediate flooded house. And like, uh, yeah, water like that will you know an inch of moving water can move a car. Oh yeah. So you're looking at something you know with, with an incredible force to it. Isn't that where Vaisakhem is from? Tonga. Yeah, Tonga. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He's so. Uh, yeah, it said that the uh, it caused repercussions from coastal Japan to California over the weekend. Uh, tsunamis caused by the eruption hit Hawaii uh, in Japan, and unusually high waves were recorded near San Diego and King Cove, Alaska. Um, as of last night, emergency workers had not yet reached Tonga, the island nation uh, closest to, to the underwater explosion, and a tsunami hit near the island's capital. Both flooding and rain, volcanic ash reported its population of 100,000 is largely cut off from the rest of the world right now as phone and internet connections are down. It's too much. The um, I remember the um, the Good Friday earthquake, 1964, I think it was, Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, that generated a in Seward Bay a 100 foot tidal wave that came because of the way that the the canyon was sort of um, holding in the water, it made the level rise. And so we were there and they were showing, I mean, they were pointing out that along the um, the horizon up that high, there was still petrified trees that never recovered from that, mm. that, um, that surge. It's an amazing amount of power that's unleashed. Wow. Uh, when this stuff happens. And, and again, the, if you get a chance, check out the footage from space of this volcano erupting. Yeah. 
it's wild looking, and you can you can see the pressure wave and all that stuff. And yeah, it's, it was huge, and it shot like steam and and ash and gas like fifteen miles into the air. That's oh my god! How far into the surface was the volcano? Good question. I don't know how deep the uh, the water was at that point, Casey. Uh, but you can see it. Look in the lower right hand corner here, Casey. We're watching oh, this project. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Is that wild? And they said it, essentially it looks it. it it grows to the like the size of a country. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how that's how big that thing was. Pretty wild. All right. Uh anyhow, we gotta take a break. Oh, you know what I realized? What? There's what? actually another Daily Rush video. What? I mentioned the other one. I had the I had the Gandalf one, but there's also uh a Daily Rush video titled Paging Doctor Jacques Tits. <laughs> yes, that's his real name. Yes, it is. It says we lost Tits, Doctor Tits, famed mathematician. Doctor Jacques Tits passed away the same week. Is Heinrich von Butthole, believe it or not. <laughs> and you can follow WMMR on Instagram. You will get these videos delivered right to your feed at any time. It's sponsored by Xfinity's Geek Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com, by the way. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back in just a moment. You're going to hang out with us, right? 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 right. Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open, never busy. 39333. Uh, Interesting text. We just got it. It says, watching live from Jamaica and immediately noticed uh, Preston's shirt. I'm wearing a, a Bob Marley One Love shirt today. And uh, Nick uh, texted them and said, um, who are you and why are you listening in Jamaica? Uh, and they said, it's Randy and Liz, and we are here for our honeymoon. Hey! Hey! Randy! Is Jamaica... Is Jamaica... <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> Randy. Um, is Jamaica Eastern uh, time? Eastern time so. zone? I think yeah. it is. Well, hang on. Remember when me and Isn't Nick it? and Kathy all showed up to the broadcast <laughs> like two hours early? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't switch. Maybe it's one of those islands where it's the it's same. It's an hour. It's an hour time difference. I Is it? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah, you're right. <laughs> we were supposed. We were doing our show live, broadcasting in yeah. Jamaica. We were broadcasting, and we all had to meet at a certain time. Yeah. And you guys ended up at the uh, we an ended hour up early. Down the, we didn't. We were like, okay, is this where we're supposed yeah, right. to be? Like, so it's Eastern time, uh, Eastern Standard Time all year round. There are no daylight savings time. Or, okay. Or daylight so sometimes standard. it's yeah. an hour difference, yes. and sometimes it's not. Exactly. The three of us were sitting there, and we're like, where? Like, this is not like Preston and Steve to be this <laughs> right? late. Like, yeah. we're never where, where's Rodney? To be earlier. Uh, Wait, yeah. and we kept remember we're like, where's Rodney? Like, yeah. we, we can't do this broadcast. But you know what? That was the hotel's fault because didn't we do? like a hotel wake-up call like we called and asked for a wake-up oh. call and they woke us on our time not their time dude in jamaica if you're asking for a wake-up call mm-hmm. that is that is a leap of faith yeah, it's because, all casual you know, <laughs> yeah it's all about you casual know. yeah we'll wake you up when we get up. Okay. yeah uh <laughs> Uh, but nonetheless, oh man, we I should wish, do that again. I, we should do that like again right now, someday. Yeah. Oh man, listen, we have so many trips and things that we'd like to do. And uh, listen, we want to get out to California. I'd like to go back to England. I'd like to get out. I'd like to leave Ballackinwood for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what we really need to do is take a dead of winter, warm trip. 
and yes. take people with us. Take that's, people with us. That's when you. That's when you go. Or you just go leave them the, here. Whatever. No, we want the dead to be winter. A... No, let's take some people to party no, with. Right. Yeah. yeah, let's take some listeners. Have a good time. That <laughs> that Jamaican <laughs> vacation. My God, that's there where was, we waxed Chuck. We waxed Chuck, and they they and they. We've talked about this before. The resorts, as far as uh, dangerous things to do and not caring about any lawsuits. <laughs> They just doesn't care. They don't care, man. They had this thing they called the magic carpet that they stretched out yep. on the top of the pool. Uh-huh. Surface. It, was so much fun. it was this floating <laughs> thing, and you tried to you tried to run as far as you could go before you would fall in the water from yeah. one side of the concrete pool to the other side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, we didn't get very far on that thing. No. No. Wait, was that the um was that the trip where I was pretending to be a dolphin in the pool? I don't remember. Do you remember that we were all taking a picture? There's video of it. We were all taking oh, a picture, and be. I was like the the kid who like wouldn't stay still to smile, and I kept like bobbing up and down like I was a dolphin. We that, did. Was that? that I don't know. I think, Tulum, I think there's Mexico. Yeah, no, we, no, no. those are a couple of cool trips that we were able to take and yeah. bring people with us. We'll get back to that one day. It'll we'll, have, we'll get back yeah. to that one it'll, day. Taking so, trips. Damn right, it'll happen. Yeah. Well, before I had never been to Jamaica before, but uh, my friend was like, "Hey, whatever you do, don't buy pot in the parking lot of the airport." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Duly noted. Okay. I was like, "Buy pot in the airport parking lot." Okay, so I'm standing there in the airport parking lot waiting uh-huh. to get on the bus, and <laughs> dude walks up with a garbage bag full of weed. Yeah, and he goes, "Yo, man, who likes to party here?" You know, and everybody looks and they point at me. I'm like, "I'm not." No, I am. I was told not to do this in the parking lot. <laughs> so I get on the uh, I get on the bus and we start driving away. And I don't know. We get about a quarter of a mile away from the uh, from the airport, and the bus stops. Yeah. And the door opens. Gets on. And that guy gets on he the got bus. Got on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Selling his weed. Oh, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. That trip was so much fun. We're watching video footage of it right now. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we took a video crew with us to the. To the uh, Jamaican one, I don't think we took one a video crew with us to Mexico. No. Well, I think there might have been some video of the broadcast that morning, Maybe. but I don't know if we had a crew. Because we uh, remember we had Janice yeah. Productions, and uh, yeah. oh, that's right, oh, Joe Bell, right. and uh, I think Rob Weinrich, our old intern, was was working. And then, who was that guy? Kathy, what was that guy's name? That worked for Janice. That uh, he came along Coleman. on the trip with it. Coleman, yeah, Coleman Gladys. He came as well. We have a great video of Kathy and Casey dancing out on the sand. This is a reggae oh my band. God, was so fun. That was a blast. <laughs> wow, we got to do it again. All right. Well, listen. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, Kathy had in uh, the news earlier this morning uh, that the Bidens were in town and they stopped by. Listen, they swing through Philly from time to time. Yeah. I mean, after all, they're in Wilmington Friggin a lot. Delaware, yeah. But they stopped by one of our favorite places in the entire city. And that was Phil Abundance. It's very and cool. For day of service, went into uh, to do uh, some you know uh, work and 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 uh, a little volunteer work. And one of our own got to be there. Marissa Magnata was was there <laughs> as uh, as the the Biden. So you, you got to pitch in and help out with them, Marissa. I did. I did. I got wow. a very last minute call from Phil Abundance. The whole thing happened within seventy two hours. Um, planning from you know our friend Lori Jones over there, the CEO. Yeah. Um, started planning it just a few hours out. And uh, they had a spot open, and they invited me to come on behalf of the show and the wow, station and wow. all the work we do for them. We, we must, Press, you must have missed your call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't have. want it to, to be like that, guy. 
Yeah, how come you got the call? I don't know. You don't know? Well, I did actually speak at their board meeting a few weeks ago. Mm. I, I wouldn't have gone. That must be it. Because uh, we were still hunkering down in my house with, uh, you know, my daughter having COVID. Kathy sure. couldn't have made it, but I think the rest of you guys could have made it, right? I would have gone. Well, yeah. uh, listen, to get into the city, you're, you're also closest, A. Yes. Uh, and, you know, but uh, from what you said... Uh, he, uh, President Biden, has to hear more Volbeat, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. he did. He re- he requested some more Disturbed. He's coming to the barbecue. In I don't the spring. care where you are or, or on a political spectrum when a president is in town. When, like that's the time, yeah. President when Bush came by. Oh, that was it, so oh. cool. It's like I don't care. You're gonna. It's the freaking president. I yeah. would want to meet or at least be in the same room as any of the leaders of the free. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's it's cool. So uh, now, mind you, did you were you subject to any sort of Quick background check, or uh... I did. I had to provide, you know, the social security number, driver's license number, COVID vaccination card, all of that to make sure that was all set and done. Um, Steve, you always talk about your brother doing, you know, Secret Service, yes. and I was fixated on that because I mean, we were there for hours before that they showed up, um, and there were hundreds of people I was watching the Eternals. I couldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was, I was very cool seeing uh, a lot of female uh, Secret Service people there. That's cool. I feel like you don't see that that often. Marissa, I have a question for you because yeah. uh, when I saw the Secret Service with Jill Biden in, um, I was, uh, oh gosh, I forget mm. what shopping center it was. Um, but you anyway, were in, like New Hope, right? No, no, I was out um, like Garnet Valley okay. area. Um, but anyway, I was surprised. It was a Sunday morning, and I was surprised to see the Secret Service were they were in like t-shirt and shorts like they weren't i you know i was assuming they always wore suits but apparently not how were they dressed yesterday uh they were all in suits and i'm assuming probably because it was like an official event like uh the the press corps was there the press corps was another thing there was like 50 60 press corps people that like came came in as you know president biden and dr biden came into the room it it was unbelievable like i had never i've never been in the room that a president has been in i'm sure he spoke highly about the show well so kathy um earlier this morning spoke about a uh uh person on the line that uh, President Biden had a conversation with that his daughter went to Westchester and uh, graduated and is a teacher and Biden said oh give me your phone number I will you know have Jill talk to him Um, well that gentleman talked about Camp Out for Hunger because you know President Biden asked how did you uh, become associated with Phil Abundance and he said through this local radio station the Preston and Steve show they have a big uh, food drive every year it's the biggest food drive in the country, and because of them, I am now a part of Phil Abundance. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so there Did was... he mention that he loved uh, six jars of farts <laughs> for mixed martial arts? That, that no, was his he, favorite bit. He's more about foot, foot juice. Yeah, okay. foot juice. Yes. Oh, man, it's foot juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, Any pictures song. or anything, Maris, with them? There are. So uh, so there was a big group shot at the end. So um, if you guys have never been to Phil Abundance, it, it, in their packing area, it's a big conveyor belt. Yep. I was at the very start of it. So I was actually, so every box that they put food into, it was my doing, starting it. If it went too fast, it was my doing. Um, so I would pick up a, a, a box and I would put in, um, I think salmon, was canned salmon was where I was. And then it went around to them. So I was... a pretty much on the opposite side of them. Um, so you can kind of see my like bright blue hat in some of the background of the photos. Um, but at the very end, we all came together and took a big group shot. And I was, um, you know, President Biden went down on a knee because of the big name, group shot. What's your name, little girl? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, What'd you get girl? for Christmas? 
<laughs> well, so, and uh, right next to me were a bunch of students from AmeriCorps. Are your mommy and daddy here? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the college students are taller than me, so yes. No, it did is you, true. Yeah. Did you get to see the uh, the motorcade or hear it coming? I didn't because I was already inside the facility. Yeah, we gotcha. were already packing boxes um, because, yeah, I mean, we were actually working. They were yeah. We were packing meal kits that are going out to um, community or to families around the community. I think it was like a 27-pound box of food, kind of like Blue Apron with recipes and such. Oh, nice. And that goes out to I love family. that idea. Yeah, it like feeds a family of four, three meals or something like that. Or I might have That's that great. backwards, but it was it was really great. And that was That's, Camp Out for Hunger Food, right? That was ca- Some of it was Camp Out for Hunger Food. Lori yeah. specifically told me. So some of it was fresh. Um, President Biden was putting in carrots and uh, uh, Dr. Biden was putting in apples. Okay. Um, but one, a few of the pallets wore food that was donated through Camp Out for Hunger. Wow. That's, That's really, really cool. cool. It, it, I mean, you got to meet a president yes. while in office. Oh, and, and then so, you know, so we, we go over to the end and um, at the end where, you know, the, the Secret Service like line us up. They're like, uh, stand here, stand here, group shot. Um, and uh, Joe just, he, he started talking about the Eagles and he's like, I'll tell you what, as a husband, the best thing I did was become an Eagles fan. I uh. used to be a Baltimore Colts fan and, uh, you know, I knew my place and, you know, he was doing the, the cutesy, you know, it was, it was hours before, or actually, I'm sorry, it was like minutes before kickoff and um, Lori Jones led us in a uh, Eagles fight song. So we all sang it together and, and Jill was shouting it and I was right next to her, like, Did you say kicking. At, at one point he looked down at his phone and he said someone had texted him that they, they had their ass licked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did you miss the game then? Um, I, I, I mean, you didn't miss much. But. Yeah, well, I think I... I got to meet up with my friends around one thirty. I was I was skipping a drag brunch, okay. um, which was but what I had planned for uh, Sunday morning, and I decided that this was a little more important. Okay, yeah. drag brunch. <laughs> yes. I know. Where's that, uh, and uh, is that a regular thing? <laughs> it's at the Mulberry, which is at Nineteenth and Arch, um, and it is coming back next month. I think February twenty eighth is the next one. They do it monthly. Wait, I just, yes. Go I just ahead. recently went to one. It wasn't that one, Marissa. I, for, I forget which one I went mm-hmm. to, but uh, yeah, went with a group of girls. I, I when they told me that's what we were doing, I'm like, why? Why are we doing that? I don't, <laughs> like, what is the? But it was so much fun. Like, I I didn't anticipate having as much fun as I did. Oh my god, those girls doing splits and cartwheels <laughs> and high kicks. It put it, it. I don't even have balls, and it, they were in yeah. my throat. <laughs> hey, do they do they still do the um, uh, the movie sing along uh, thingy? Oh yeah, that is um, Sundays at Tavern on Kamak. Is it's, that um, show tune show tune Sundays? Okay, yes, where they they play like videos of uh, for musicals, everything from like Aladdin to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang I used to, to Moana. Take, uh, and was it drag queens? Uh, that's just a gay bar. Gay, a gay bar, okay. Yeah. Gay yeah, bingo, yeah, yeah. right? Was, was, yeah. Gay bingo was a blast. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. AIDS fun. That uh, I think they have one of those coming up soon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was in the room with the president of the United States, and he was picking up carrots. And I was like, gosh. <laughs> like, he's picking up three-pound bags of carrots. And I was like, can we put them on peanut butter? <laughs> like, it seems a little lighter, and peanut butter is next to me. Can we put them so. on peanut butter? <laughs> well, president, peanut butter. Do you, have, do, you have, do you eat carrots and peanut butter? Oh, I love carrots and peanut butter. Ew. Really? Wait, what? Ew. Really? Yeah. Really? Why ew? That's... No, no. I, I can do carrots and that. celery. What's that? Kath? I've never heard of the carrots and peanut butter. No, neither have oh. I. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> celery and peanut butter. Celery. But carrots and peanut butter, it doesn't sound gross to me. No, it's great. Apples and peanut butter? Is that acceptable? Yes, apples yeah. and peanut butter, yeah. yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh. Yeah, all the way. Um, 
I bought Kodiak cakes the other uh, uh, before uh, over the weekend. Steve, remember we were talking oh, about yes, those pancakes? Right, yeah, we yeah. had. Um, How were they? Uh, moth gal call in. Uh, moth Sarah. Moth Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we well, got a moth person. I, I, <laughs> Steve, I didn't realize what I was buying. I actually bought dark chocolate pancakes. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so, oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I didn't. I was a little bit disappointed when I opened the box. I was like, wait, what's going on here? Um, but they were really yummy. Um, I I want I want to go well, back and get regular pancakes, but these were dark chocolate pancakes. Explain the uh, what's going on here when you were confused. Oh, because they were chocolate. Yeah, I just saw. So there was only one box of Kodiak uh, flapjacks left, and uh, when I told my wife I was making flapjacks, she's like, "What are you like, eighty years old?" Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's what it says on the box." Uh, but I didn't realize that it was dark chocolate. I just thought it was... I would have been down with the dark chocolate. Well, Absolutely. Uh, you should be, because they yeah. were damn good. All okay. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, I do have to extend a, uh, a thank you to all of you guys, um, and, and actually everybody listening right now, because everyone I spoke to at Phil Abundance yesterday, um, you know, were just kind of hanging out in the volunteer area, and they'd say, you know, what's your association? I hadn't met everybody before. And I'd say, a oh, Preston and Steve show, we did the Camp Out for Hunger, and everybody's face would light up. And it was from every chef at Phil Abundance to, there was a lot of people from um, ministries and uh-huh. other food banks Absolutely. around the region from Camden, Chester County, Pensgrove, all over the area. And it was just really fantastic seeing the reach of the Camp Out for Hunger to all of these places and all of these smaller areas that do benefit from Phil Abundance. And, and everyone's face lit up and they wanted me to extend a gigantic thank you to you all. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. So thank you, Phil Abundance. Very cool experience, Marissa. Thanks for sharing. We do appreciate that. Wow. Okay. Represent. Marissa gets the call. I'm sorry. Turn your microphone off. What was that? Happy to do it. Happy to do it. Nice. Extends a laurel and hearty handshake. <laughs> My blazing saddles. I love it. Um, so I, uh, we got a few minutes here. Yeah. yeah. There was a story. I didn't get a chance to read it. Yes. I have something if you're interested. We can do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just, it's a sound. It's a parrot that mimics the oh. sound oh, yeah. of the iPhone ringtone. Did you want to hear a little piece of sure. audio history? Yeah, yeah. It's history. Okay. It will be after this. All right, here we go. This is it. Wow. That's a, a parrot's That's mouth. A, a living parrot named Gucci. Dude, so I had, <laughs> I had a. Um, what are you old manning about? That's so cute. Uh, I, I would love to have a parrot. Sure. I for, so, for a so, minute and a half. No, you yeah. wouldn't. You're right. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. So what I was going to say is, I had a cockatiel. I had a cockatiel. Yeah, you did too. And I tried to teach that thing to talk. Uh, our cockatiel no. wouldn't talk. It would. It whistled though. Oh yeah, mine did too. Yeah. So yeah. when someone begins the process, I assume it's simply through repetition, right? It is. You're yeah. talking to the bird. The bird. Uh, there. No, there was a. Uh, I bought an audio cassette, and you were supposed to just let it play and leave it in there with and the bird, and nothing. hopefully it would it would eventually uh, catch on to it. But no, nothing. Nothing. No, my neighbor has an African gray, and it it talks. I've, I haven't been over there to hear it speak, but I mean, I, listen, it does it does say things. Pl- play that again if you have it at the ready. That, that's yeah. I mean that's pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what birds are amazing at, at um, uh, replicating human speech are minor birds. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Minor birds. It sounds like a human being talking. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I liked about having the cockatiels uh, press in is in Steve in the morning. 
that's when it would like wake up and it would start whistling. I just for me it was a it was pleasant. Dude, I would have I would next to my bed <laughs> really? I would keep rolled up socks. Okay. And when that bird would start spouting off, I would throw them in its cage. Shut, Shut up! up! Shut up. I mean, like a rooster. Crack a dawn. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the Even one maybe thing. a little bit yeah. before dawn. Ours wasn't wake in. your ass up. It yeah. was in my bedroom. Yeah, it wasn't in the bedroom. We left it. It was, we had this like little pass through between our kitchen and our dining room and it was kind of hanging there. Um, so it wasn't like right in my ear. But I had, it was, I they're so pleasant. loud. I mean, they're, they're. Birds are wonderful, but I mean, I, I just as a pet, I, I couldn't see myself, yeah. especially with nine cats. I, but I, I, you know, I can't see myself. We had a I had love a, bird, and then we had the uh, the cockatiel, and then I had some finches. I, I had uh, like three or four finches that I had as well. They got they have emotional issues. They'll 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 oh they'll attack each other. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So my finches started like one of them hated the other. Yeah, and you could clearly see like half its feathers were missing. Oh and, my god. Oh yeah, my, yeah. My neighbors had a, a lovebirds, I believe, and one killed the other. One one of Aren't the those lovebirds lovely birds? died. Well, yes. so apparently and they brought in another lovebird, and, the, and they that the bird that was one of the pre-existing birds killed the newbie. Yeah, we ha- only had one lovebird because we were told that if you have one lovebird, it'll love you. If you have two lovebirds, it will. They'll only love each other. It will only love each other. And so we would take the birds, you know, you could take them out and they would uh, like kind of hang on you and right, like yeah. sit on your shoulder or your lap, or your wiener if you wanted. Uh, but like, excuse me, I don't what know. did I he just, say? <laughs> nothing, Kathy. Just go past this part. Just go past this part. Let's pretend like I didn't say that. No, uh, he <laughs> said the bird was on his wiener. <laughs> I had a friend who had some, par- <laughs> some parakeets. Uh, and they seemed a little easier to take care of. He would just let them fly around the house. Of course, they crap all over and the place. Right. Some of the larger ones, projectile crap. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to have them. Uh, my my friend growing up had a, I think it was a cockatiel, and it was, is that the, the, the usually the white ones? You see them, I know what, there are many colors, but. Uh, mine was gray. Okay, uh, so ours was white. white. Yeah, white, white with okay. orange, uh, orange Yeah, little orange cheeks. I'm not yeah. well-versed, but man, that thing would blow crap. And then our, our lovebird was the green kind. I don't, uh, I think there might be, uh, I don't remember the other color. It might be a gray. So my, my neighbor lovebird. had. But the lovebird hurt when it bit you? Lit, lit, listed here is a dominant silver cockatiel. Okay, so mine that was looks the, exactly like what he mine had. Mine was the cinnamon uh, cockatiel. We my grandmother used to come when she would visit. Um, I was very young, but I remember her. I, I, I think it was a parrot. I don't know. It was one that was very colorful. It was very big. Um, and he would wake up at like four Hi, o'clock in the morning and wake up the entire house. <laughs> really? Oh my god! The whole—I mean, it, it was—it was ridiculous. Hi, and they'd, they'd have to put like a, a sheet over the cage, I guess, oh at night, god. so it would like try to go to sleep. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and sometimes yeah. that won't work. Yep. And it's like usually it does mollify them a little bit, but. I think the, if you really want them to go to sleep, you need a nail gun. There's a guy in Delco in the uh, Folsom uh, area that has a uh, he has a parent that he will he drives around with them and like hope, <laughs> so the parent was driving. No, no, he doesn't have hands. Um, but uh, when he goes in like Wawa, yeah, the parent will just kind of hang on the side view mirror. And just kind of hang there. Outside or, of outside, the car? Outside of the car. That's dangerous. I would think so. Yeah. All, the, all the bird nappers. Well, I don't think he um, drives with it on, but when... No, I'm not saying driving with it on, <laughs> but, you know, customers, people can walk by and some kid, yeah, you know, yeah, grab at the bird and, you know. I guess he has uh, faith, in, faith in humanity. 
There's a lady who uh, goes to the Wawa near me uh, on my way into work, and she leaves. Oh, my God. I'm going to steal her dog. He's so beautiful. He's uh, it's this beautiful golden retriever. She and puts him on the side view mirror? No, she just, because uh, she walks the Wawa, I think. And she, when she goes into Wawa, she just wraps the leash around the little parking pile. I always feel bad for the dog out there like that. Dude, he's such a sweet Steal looking him. dog. I, and then I'm, kill her. <laughs> I don't think I want to kill her. Uh, well, I, she'll she be really sad if well, you steal the dog. So you actually would yeah, be you doing your own commiserating. No, you guys are making a good point here. Dog. Thank you for murdering. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you about leaving the bird on the side of the car. If I were to come out, I, I'd think. I, by the way, I would think that that bird randomly landed on that car. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. I take it to the bird clinic, which is so well known. Do you think that, a lot of birds get out and then live in our area, like a you know what would be considered a tropical bird around here, and then like they just escape? And not a lot, but I think it does Some happen, do. and they don't make it that far. I mean, because they've been you know uh, they've been home fed right. the entire time. And they probably don't know how home they school, they've yeah. been homeschooled. Yeah. Sure. They don't know how to socialize properly. Yeah. Uh, but no, they haven't. Uh, they don't know how to fend for themselves. They don't know how to right. go out and get their own food. You know, that's kind of sad. I was more into social studies. Bailey <laughs> <laughs> kind of Wink, as they say. Uh, those birds can be. Effing expensive yes. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And live a long yes. time. Yes. Well, that's the big issue with with like with the uh, the older woman. The birds. A lot of people will buy the birds to keep uh, seniors company, and the bird will live decades <laughs> sure. past the senior. Yeah. yeah they can live I'm sixty, sure eighty years. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with my grandmother because my grandmother um, died very young, and so <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to the bird. I I want to say like a cousin had to take it. I'll bet you killed it. <laughs> no, I was I was like four, Preston. Mm-hmm. You baited do, do birds people, for a long time. Do people eat parrot by any chance? They'll eat just about anything. Right? There's your casey yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do they case? eat parrot? They're big. They're, They're big enough to eat. Big and meaty. And domestic yeah. domestic animals. You know, you know, are and each part of it tastes like a different fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you can eat part. any type of parrot species as long as it is properly prepared and free from any parasites or diseases. Okay, yeah. there you go. She so just knew that. Kebab. Although it is not common. <laughs> right, it's not common. There you go. People don't do it. You, can eat a, you like that, Grandma? <laughs> you can eat iguana. <laughs> you know, Where's my bird? <laughs> iguana gets served up in Florida all the time, and you know, like it tastes iguana. like chicken. Yeah, you know yeah. what kills me, Nick? Guinea pig. Guinea pig is eaten? People yeah. eat guinea pig. Uh, yeah, I was just reading. I, I had that in the connoisseur file. I didn't get a chance Does to get to it. Does he know guinea pig place opening up? No, but a guinea pig oh. is a uh, It's a delicacy. Where's I think it's uh, in New Jersey. Is it muskrat that they eat? They have like a muskrat yes. festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's the Dude, guy they who's serve them with soon. the heads on yeah. and all their teeth sticking out and everything? Oh, oh, man. Who's the guy who just did the, the list of 1,000 guinea Jeez pig sticks. restaurants? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there is, I mean, listen, if you're hungry enough, you're going to eat anything. And there's this movie with Daniel Radcliffe where he essentially, he gets um, oh, yeah. he gets marooned in the uh, Amazon, rain, uh, Amazon yeah. rainforest. And I, it, it is a true story. And at one point... <clears throat> He, uh, I mean, he is so starving, and he comes across this, uh, I think it's a vulture's nest, yeah. and inside the vulture's nest is an egg, and yeah. he cracks the egg open, and it is like a half-formed, uh, developed, developed yeah. vulture, and he eats that thing. Sure. Yeah. Was that real? It, I mean, yes. Did I mean, it's, it, no, yes. It's, a tr- it's a true story. The story is pretty amazing. And, and his recounting of that, uh, I, I don't... 
know if that was... Uh, and the, the thing was, it, because of the tree line, he couldn't see that there was an amusement park right on the other side. <laughs> <street. laughs> That's such a shame. Hot dogs and everything. <laughs> but he lived. Throw, what are we going to do with these extra nuggets? Throw them out. <laughs> no, <but laughs> he ended up getting... Uh, Nick had asked about uh, these uh, exotic birds living in the wild in our area. Let me go to uh, Billy. Hey, Billy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Billy? MMR rocks. Hey, hey. appreciate it. So tell us your experience with a uh, w- with an exotic bird in the wild. Okay. I was doing a uh, clean-out, a leaf clean-up um, in uh, Lansdowne, and uh, I had these two young kids with me. Um, and all I heard was, hello, 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 all day. And I thought it was them, too. I mean, all day, that's all I heard, screaming, hello, hello, hello. And I went, okay, yeah. that's it. About 2 o'clock, about 2 o'clock, I said, that's it, I've had enough. I'm going to stick your butt on the bus and send you home. They said, it's not enough, it's down the hill, I swear, it's down the hill. I went, yeah, okay. So I walked down the hill, and I said, we'll see. And I said, hello. And sure enough, this uh, Indonesian umbrella cockatoo jumped out from behind the tree, put his umbrella up, and went, hello. I went, so I put my hand down and said, hello again, and he ran up and sat on my shoulder. And I what? took him home. Wow. And so you took him discovered, home? So That's there was cool. a, a, a bird that was speaking and was already so, at some level domesticated. You found him, and, that, and the rest is history. Yep, the rest wow. is history. Billy, what type of bird was this? And he's an Indonesian umbrella cockatoo. Wow. Okay. Uh, what color can you describe him? Pure white with pure um, white. with the pure white. Um, his his under feathers were yellow. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's he's passed. He's not not still not alive anymore. He's alive. Um, he lives out in Colorado Springs now. I gave him to my ex girlfriend because uh, he loved her when he loved me. Okay. <laughs> what and did you end up naming him? Samson. Handsome. What? How long? Samson. Did... Oh, Samson. Samson. Yep. Yeah, Samson. Yep. Okay, and how long did you have him? Well, I had him for uh, since uh, September 29, two thousand and ten, up until last year, last June. Wow, ten years. Uh, so at least yep. ten years. So, Billy, did you ever try to track down his owners or look to see if someone had? Well, was... I tried in the beginning. He wasn't chipped. He didn't have a band. I live in Rutledge. I took him to, to, to an aviary vet. They. Couldn't find any chip on him or anything, but they did say he was he was roughly about 50, 30, 35 to fifty five years old. Isn't that effing amazing? Dude, listen, it's like yeah, imagine man. if you're walking through the woods and you find a fifty year old man. You right. couldn't take him home with no, you. you. But <laughs> now that I think about it, right? So if you have a parrot or a cockatoo or a bird that talks. Teach it where it lives, yeah. right? You go, Rutledge, PA. Rutledge, I live PA. in Rutledge. I live in Rutledge. <laughs> right. There's like nine streets in Rutledge. Nine streets in Rutledge. <laughs> Should be easy to find. <laughs> right? My owners. Well, that's, right? that's good Good on you, Billy, for saving that bird's life, because otherwise well, yeah. I mean, you he might have ended up mom. as a prostitute. <laughs> he, he actually took kept my mom going for a while. My mom was sick Aww. for Aww. a good long time, hey. and uh, she would complain about how much noise he makes. But the one day I come in, she's bringing his feathers. He's cleaning her nails with a beak. <laughs> <laughs> they got hey, something kinky going. Billy, yeah. what, what what was Samson's uh, diet? What 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 did he eat? Well, um, fruit, I, walnuts. He liked walnuts. He, he you know, I, I feed him pellets, but also I would feed him a mix of like sunflower seeds and other seeds as well. I'm just curious how long he could have made it. Uh, it if, if, if it wasn't bad weather, right. how long he could have made it on his own outside and lived? You know. 
don't know. Climate. I don't know. But no, but that's, that's a good point. Could, 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 a, could an exotic bird like that find enough in the environment around here to survive? I assume they oh, no, could. I don't think so. You don't think I so? I think he could, no. Um, but, and I know about the... Uh, the, the, the guy with the cockatoo in Folsom, right. that cockatoo is a mulligan cockatoo. They can withstand very cold weather. All right. An yeah, Indonesian cockatoo, in Folsom, cockatoo cannot. Yeah. They're did, totally tropical. Did we, did we so, talk about a guy with a The Johnny Cash Folsom? song. I'm stuck. Yeah, I Folsom talked about prison. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I the one that they, yeah. he leaves on the uh, the wind the or the truck. mirror. Oh, of it's a car. cockatoo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a parrot, but, you know, uh, mm-hmm. my memory didn't serve me properly. Okay. Right. Wow. But, yep. Interesting, Billy. Thanks for all the info, Billy. Yeah, appreciate it, man. No problem. Thank you for uh, letting me t- tell you what it's about. You no bet, problem. Man. All right, we'll see it. Wow, that's kind of wild. He just yes. stumbled across it. Yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I was wondering if someone was going to come back. All right, hang on. Completely different story. The muskrats. I'm going to go to uh, Rocky, uh, who's on the line. Yo, Rock, good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, buddy. All right, so yeah, we're playing. Just seen in, the, in the actual Rocky ah. movie, where he wakes up and he cracks open six muskrats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So, Rocky, what's the story? You, okay. You've had muskrat before? No. Well, we, me and a buddy of mine in high school dated sisters. Okay. So they lived in West Effort. So we were invited over for dinner, and they were having. They said we're having muskrat. Me thinking it's like s on the shingles, it's the radiation right. of something right, else. Right. Until we would sit down, and they take out of the freezer this tin foil and open it up, and it's a skin rat. And we're like, uh, new. No. So we uh, eat it at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, would they? I I assume they don't eat it out of the freezer. Would they? Would they have prepared it? I would hope so. Yeah. It's right on a stick. I don't know, but yeah. Would uh, you like some rat on a stick? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, and in fact, many cultures uh, are, will Thanks, will buddy. they they have absolutely no problem and 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 do enjoy that. So yeah. Um, and like I said, me. they do they do a big. Festival thing here in uh, in New Jersey where they they serve up like tons of scratches. So I want, cute though. I want to say we've talked about it on the air. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're your, yeah, they're your buddies when you're hiking. You see them all the time. Do you see muskrat on the yes, wild? I've yeah. never seen. Well, I don't know what they look like actually. So <laughs> I, I'm chipmunks. fairly certain I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen see one that in the wild. chipmunks and muskrats and well, and uh, uh, Kodiak bears. Now I think it's pretty wild that like hamsters live in the wild. You know, you just sort of think of those things that that's pet store years animals. ago. That's you know the the, uh, the they would thunder across the plains. <laughs> the hamsters. The Native Americans drive. would yeah, uh, yeah. yeah they would use they would use every bit of the uh, of the of the absolutely uh, the hamster tiny great, little teepees. Yeah, why the did they hamster make, herds? Why did they make hamsters pets and not chipmunks? Uh, chipmunks are super cute. I would love to have a chipmunk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would assume they are not as uh, domesticated, social, if you will. I guess. Leave uh, me alone. They've probably tried. And, and, uh, go and to hell. They had the great, horrible uh, chipmunk incident in 1963. I remember a family of 11 <laughs> gnawed down to the bones. <laughs> <laughs> Told you you can't raise a chipmunk inside. God, those things are fast, too. They scare the hell out of you. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, when you're rub. just like, Walking in the in the woods uh-huh. and it scurries across your path. They are I, super quick. I but I get embarrassed about it. They're so fast. You get well, embarrassed. I get embarrassed that I got well, scared get, by chipmunk. Dude, don't get embarrassed for me. You're wearing Crocs. Or have you ever gotten startled by your own shadow? Uh, that's pretty embarrassing as well. Uh no, no. Okay, how about no. a chipmunk shadow? I, I have. Uh, 
I've been riding my bike at night, and you go like uh, past a, a street light, <laughs> and the shadow just kind of comes across your your field of vision. Yes, I can see that. All right, maybe I've done that, that on yeah. a bike. Yeah, oh my god, what was that? It moves really fast. So <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, anyhow. We got to the bottom of this. We yes. got to the bottom of this. So Whatever what? this was, we got to the bottom of it. <laughs> the hell were we talking about? Name <laughs> well, we started with the president. We ended up with chipmunks. All right. Answered yeah. a so, lot of questions here. And yeah. you can eat parrot. And yes. uh, guinea pig. If you really want to. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. <laughs> and uh, if that wasn't weird enough, the bizarre file <laughs> is next. So we will return with that in a second. Make sure you stay with us. WMMR.com. The one thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, car gear in the rock shop, and WMMR.com. All right, uh, more Bizarre file stories to share. We're going to do that now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right, brought to you this morning by King Shooters of King of Prussia Indoor Range. Now open Sundays, noon to 6 p.m. You can go to kingshooters.com. A teenage worker was hurt after being shot in the head. Following a dispute with a customer at a fast food restaurant in Phoenix. The incident happened at a Wendy's around 8 p.m. The customer reportedly walked up to the drive-thru window, pulled out a handgun, and fired into the drive-thru window, hitting the victim working inside the store. The victim was taken to the hospital in critical condition, as identified as 16-year-old Brian Durham Jr. And apparently, it was because he couldn't get barbecue sauce. So he walks up to the drive-thru window and shoots the guy. Yes. Whoa. Uh, the suspect who was taken into custody on Friday is 27-year-old uh, Theotis Polk. I'm going to have to try that Wendy's barbecue sauce. Uh, Durham Jr.'s father, Brian Jr., Jr. Brian Durham Sr., uh, said just moments earlier the victim was at the cash register as his co-workers and the suspect argued over the lack of barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. So he was in the middle, and that other guy's right there, and he said, hey, let me get some extra barbecue sauce, and it became a confrontation. And somebody actually got shot over some barbecue sauce. That Same. was the confrontation. He said, my son just stayed quiet, had the guy's change in his hand, just stayed quiet while the other two were in confrontation. And uh, this kid ended up being the only one that got shot. That's a uh, horrible story. Uh, Terrible, but hopefully he is going to... Uh, Survive this. It should, should be a life risking job to work at a fast food place. Yep. Uh, this is pretty wild. In uh, Michigan, a driver did a Dukes of Hazard style jump over a freeway bridge Thursday evening. The 25 year old Kalamazoo man was driving south on US 131 when he left the freeway and it was an embankment, okay? And it, dude, it went like almost vertical. Oh, that's pretty wild. This embankment. And I saw the tracks and the aftermath and I saw a video of it later. And obviously, those things never land like no, you think no, they no. do on the TV no. shows. But it looked like, I mean, you would have just sailed on this a thing. A good example of that is if you look at the outtakes for Starsky and Hutch. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, 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 the car bottoms out and gets destroyed. They buckle part yeah. of it, yeah. So uh, he drove up the embankment, went airborne, and hit a road sign before landing on the other side of the bridge. We're looking at video. Of, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, look at that. It was as steep as you can get. And, of course, the car is trash. The man was taken to the hospital for a medical evaluation and a blood draw after troopers saw signs that he was intoxicated. He had injuries that are not considered to be life-threatening. The tracks start near the exit ramp, go up the embankment before the car is seen on its side on the other side of the bridge. Charges related to driving while intoxicated will be requested. Do you remember that that, uh, stunt they did for Hooper with the, uh, they jumped the bridge, Preston, that... 
Burt Reynolds movie. The main one I remember was where the silos fell down right, and, they, right, and right. they just barely missed hitting the cars. But yeah, there's some great stunts yeah. in that movie. Uh, a young South Dakota woman has admitted that she just wanted, quote, a break from her husband when she faked her own kidnapping. <laughs> Last February, the woman's husband received a panicked call from his wife, a 22-year-old Domino's pizza delivery driver who claimed that she had been snatched by armed suspects who were demanding money. Husband said he heard pounding before the line disconnected and he got a string of texts demanding cash. As outlined in court documents, a fellow Domino's worker then began receiving ransom texts that said, Call the cops and she's hurt. Get the money and she leaves without harm. <sighs> the noise just raised the bar. <laughs> An unknown number that uh, pinged the concerned hubby with the text reading, I don't have the long love. Wait, I don't have that long. I love you. Please help. Investigators tracked the numbers. Found the woman with another man in a neighboring town. Uh-huh. Though she initially claimed that she was a victim, prosecutor say she later admitted to hatching the plan to get a breather from her husband. I don't have long, 30 minutes or less. Uh, she was charged with attempted grand theft and will be arraigned on the 26th. Mm. Here's another faking. A Rhode Island man faked his death to evade sexual assault charges before he was found alive, suffering from COVID-19, and arrested in Scotland. <laughs> so this guy's from Rhode Island, faked his death, went to Scotland, got COVID, and got found out. Nicholas Rossi, who also goes by the aliases Nicholas Alverdane and Nicholas Alverdane Rossi, was wanted in connection with allegations of sexual assault in Utah in 2008 and an attack in Ohio in 2018. He was arrested using another alias, Arthur Knight, at a hospital in Glasgow and is being watched by police. The Utah County attorney, David O. Levitt, said that he had, uh, that had Rossi not contracted COVID and needed medical care, he would still probably be living off of the grid successfully. Mm-hmm. Rossi fled the country to avoid prosecution and attempted to lead investigators in state legislatures and other states to believe that he was deceased according to Utah prosecutors. A Rhode Island lawyer who had previously represented Rossi said Thursday that uh, when he was informed that Rossi was reported to have died in 2020, he didn't completely buy it. He said, I'm not going to lie to you. Part of me found it a bit suspicious, according to Jeffrey Pine, who was a Rhode Island attorney general. Uh, Pine represented Rossi in 2018 and 2019 on a charge that he had failed to properly register as a sex offender because of a previous out-of-state sex crime uh, conviction. Uh-huh. He said, I found the circumstances a little suspicious, uh, but on the other hand, I accepted what his wife told me. I mean, I don't want to insult someone by saying that they're not dead, so I accepted it at face value. Isn't it amazing, though, that they were able to pull all of that together and yeah. find him? Yep. In Scotland. In Scotland. All right, time for one more story, and uh, it's a follow-up. A Texas judge ruled Thursday... There was no probable cause against a mother who allegedly put her son in the trunk of a car to avoid being exposed to COVID-19, but the case might not quite be over yet. Sarah Beam was charged with endangering a child after she allegedly placed her 13-year-old son who had COVID-19 in the trunk to avoid being exposed while she went to a testing site. The mother told investigators that, or the authorities, that she wanted to prevent exposure to the virus while driving her son to the site for an additional testing. Judge Chris Morton ruled Thursday there was no probable cause for the charge. The district attorney said that they will continue to review the evidence and might take the cause to a grand jury to see whether there is an appropriate charge or not. It's kind of weird because uh, Michael Jackson used to put a boy in his trunk in case (laughs) he got, you know, into a tough situation. Right. And he never got Blanket, some candy bars, and a a boy. 
All right, and there you go. That's the bizarre file for you. Uh, I hope you've been paying attention to the show because we'll have a question about it when we return. Lesson questions coming up. Trash music news as well. So that will be in just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Vaseline. Or some might say Vaseline. 93.3 WMMR. How do you guys say that? Vaseline. You say that with a hard S. With a hard S instead of the Z? I say the Z. You say the Z, Kathy? Do you say gasoline or do you say gasoline? No, I say gasoline. Okay. You say Vaseline. Vaseline and gasoline. Yeah. Okay. Weirdo. Do you write (laughs) kicked or licked? (laughs) Always. Steve, you know me. It's always licked. Whether it's your ass or... Yep, oh, or your ass. <laughs> That's one of the funniest stories I've heard in a long while. Kathy was talking about how COVID kicked her ass, and she actually accidentally texted it to someone who's more of an acquaintance than a close friend that it licked her ass. I said, I got my ass. I got my ass <laughs> licked. By that. Which I guess, you know, yeah. uh, a licking is is like, uh, you know. If you, you, you lick get, someone you, in a fight, you beat them. You beat them up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, technically. Sure. Yeah. It licked sure. my ass. <laughs> I got my ass licked. Trying to make me feel better. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, we're going to go with today's lesson question. We're going to give away a $50 Wilson Secret Softs gift card, which according to a guy who's had a thousand cheese steaks <laughs> over the past four years, it's, it's one of the top ones to get. No, he's right. And we can uh, concur with that. So the question that we are going to go with this morning, we're going to go from uh, the bizarre file. A man was charged after delivering pot brownies to a senior center in South Dakota after ingesting the brownies. What kind of party did the seniors have? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Now, they were taken to a card game. Yes. But they ended up having a kind of a party because they were, you know, somewhat tripping. What kind of party was that? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer, if you were listening, and we'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Squeezed.com, the best juice cleanse on the market. Lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, and sleep better. Now, free shipping with code RADIO at checkout. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Prince Harry is demanding the British government provide substantive protection when they are in the United Kingdom. Harry says the final straw was when they were assigned a Thai bow instructor on a Vespa. (laughs) Oh, my God. An Instagram model claiming Drake put hot sauce in a condom he had used after the two had sex to keep her from attempting to get pregnant. 
Drake's only response was, quote, I put that S on everything. Oh, dude. <laughs> My God. That's great. And finally, after a delay, Alec Baldwin has officially given his phone over to Rust Investigators. And this is after, so after a lengthy delay, as I said. Baldwin told detectives he would have handed the phone over sooner, but he was in the middle of an especially challenging wordle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we shall see if someone knows the answer to this question. And a man charged with delivering pop brownies at a senior center in South Dakota after invest- ingesting the brownies. What kind of party did the seniors have? And we'll go to Brian to see if we can get that answer. Yo, Bri. Yo, what's up? You guys rock. Thanks, time. All right, what kind of party did they have after eating the pop brownies? Was it a seahorse party? Seahorse party. Forever. Yep, hang on, Brian. You got it. And we are going to give you a $50 Wilson Secret Sauce Skip card. Barbecue based on business featuring delicious brisket, pulled pork, St. Louis ribs, and sandwiches. Uh, plus, vegan and vegetarian options, Wilson Secret Sauce, located at 265 East Township Line Road in Upper Darby with indoor and outdoor seating, takeout, and they can also help with all of your catering needs. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Can you dig it? I will start with uh, the band Korn. They've been credited with creating new metal, but as... Group guitarist ben he- uh, Brian Head Welch recently told Metal Hammer it wasn't something that they were happy about at first. He said, when you're in a band, you want to call the shots. You want to be in charge of your branding. And it was someone else who branded us that. And so we were like, no, that's not cool. So we didn't like it. After a while, though, Welch says Corn became appreciative. He said, but new metal, love it or hate it. And Corn has stood the test of time. And we're very grateful that we can... Uh, be looked at as the originators and that we started something that still reverberates all these decades later and people are still, still liking it. It still works. It's, it hasn't lost any of its charm. Uh, last week, Korn released a second single called Forgotten from Requiem, their upcoming album. Play it one more time. Oh, sure. All right. <laughs> Jack, okay. mm-hmm. Jack White too. has shared a new song from his upcoming album called Love is Selfish. The project called Entering Heaven Alive is the second of two to be released this year. Did you say selfish or shellfish? Selfish. Okay. Oh. Uh, seahorses. Uh, White also directed the video. Seahorses forever. Uh, for Love is Selfish, uh, which is released on Friday. Okay. It'd be cool uh, to get him on the show again. That was such a good yeah, interview. You know? That was a good conversation. I, we, we came so close. Listen, he, he's had this issue with Philadelphia for the yeah. longest. I think we went a long way in, uh, in extending olive branches, mending fences, building yeah. bridges. We invited him to a Phillies game. Eating guinea pigs. Well, here's right. what we need to do. The next time we do talk to him, we, we didn't touch on that at all no. in this last conversation. So we had a nice conversation. Next time around, we get it all out on the table and yeah. we say... What happened? What's the story? How can we fix this problem? You know, because he's, he's a great musician and would love to catch him live here. Why are you doing us like that, bro? Yeah. Or what did we? What happened yeah. here? What, yeah. what, what did somebody do to you? So, And we'll get them killed. Uh, the first of White's <laughs> two new albums, uh, Fear of the Dawn, will be released April 8th, followed by Entering Heaven Alive on July 22nd. Both albums are available for pre-order on vinyl and CD now. Uh, White will kick off his supply chain 
Issues Tour with two sold-out Fear of the Dawn album release shows set for April 8th and 9th at Detroit's Masonic Temple Theater. Do you use your turntable at all? You know, he's massive. I do. Yeah, Marissa uh, gave it to me as a gift. I should. It was sitting right next to me where I was um, broadcasting from uh, last week. And, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll pop an album on from time nice. to time. It's cool. We got it's it's in the basement, so we got to be down there doing something. Right, right. Uh, so, but yeah, it's great. Uh, David Coverdale has sold his music publishing master rights and master rights royalties to Round Hill Music Royalty Fund Limited. Uh, Josh Grush, the chairman and CEO of Round Hill, said in a statement, "David Coverdale is a true rock icon, as the front man for two of the world's greatest bands, White Snake and Deep Purple. He has blazed a trail." Uh, since the early 1970s, and his legacy and influence on the generations of artists that followed him cannot be understated. Uh, to have been entrusted with... <laughs> <laughs> how, how much? <laughs> to be entrusted with uh, David's work is a proud day for Round Hill. You know what's interesting, and I need to go back and research this, but White Snake essentially re-recorded a bunch of the songs. They had a prior album. Right. It might have even been an EP or something like that. And songs like Slide It In and a couple others were on there. And then they re-recorded it and then released it again on a different album. And that's when it hit, right? Yeah. And it took... and, And I liked both versions of some of the songs, if I remember. But it's been so long... Since I've, uh, I remember which song. I remember "Slide It In" was one of them. I'm pretty sure. Is it just not like the production on the first? I one? I think so. I think okay. that's the case because by the time this album hit, it was digital production, right. and, oh. and they were able to do these really big, full sounds and so on. So, uh, but anyhow, I don't remember the specifics of that. We're looking at a picture of uh, Coverdale right now. He looks like uh, like a grandmother telling you to get off the couch. Yeah, he does. Yep. Uh, all right, and then uh, two more quick things. Slash with uh, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators have just dropped their new uh, single called, it's called Call Off the Dogs. Uh, the track is the latest teaser from the band's upcoming album, Four, uh, which is set for release on February 11th. Slash said of the song, uh, this one was written pretty much on the fly and in the spirit of the energy of the whole album, Four. And you can't overthink something like this song because it kills the spirit. Mm. And he ended with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen, <laughs> they're, they're a tour plan, right? Are they not this year or no? Uh, I, I'm not really Doesn't sure. Was, okay. I'm not sure. But the album is called Four. So. <laughs> and the last thing I need to mention is uh, Jackson's local shots artist of the month is Froggy. Froggy! Yep. Yeah. And I uh, just want to remind you of that. And we forgot to do Froggy Friday. Yeah. Listen. When I was on the air last uh, uh, Friday at the. Love that band. Sometimes, and you were out. We were, you know, Casey was uh, trying to uh, juggle all that stuff. No, I totally understand. Maybe we played Froggy twice. I forgot, too. Um, And, uh, by the way, the local Shots Artist of the Month is sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. I sing Froggy songs randomly throughout the day. Pizza Uh, Bowl ends up being one. You can get uh, more content at WMMR.com, keyword local shots, and keep up with social media on hashtag local shots as well. And there you go. That's what I have in music news for you. One final break to take. I believe Mr. Koob is in for Pierre today. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what he's got cooking. We'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. It's a really good one, by the way. Be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, it is a Monday morning, and we're getting ready to make way for the one and only Ray Coob, who is in for uh, Pierre Robert on this uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. How you doing, Ray? Good morning, everybody. Good How are you, you, sir? Good to see you sharp as tacks this morning out of the gates for oh. the for a Monday morning. We were pre-sharpened. <laughs> they're, they're in the middle of your discussion about the uh, birds. Yes. Your funniest line of the morning. Everything was moving at like 50 miles an hour past it. And you said something. Well, you could always nail, you know, stab them. When you're, shut, when you're talking about shutting up the birds. And I, right, yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing. I almost went off the road. And there wasn't any ice up there. So. I, well, thank you. I, 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 I don't want you to die, though. You have a shift to do. Yes. Yeah. In for Pierre today, who's uh, taking the Martin Luther King holiday off, which yes. is good. It's good to see. And uh, he'll be back tomorrow. But I'm here to hang out today. Just play some rock and roll. It's always you know good what? to see you nice. guys. It's well, good to awesome. see you, buddy. We should use studio. It's good to see you. Oh, uh, thank you, man. Good to be back. Um, yeah. you, we should play uh, an MLK clip. Yes, uh, we, we haven't of done that today, and, I, and that's my fault. I should have done. It's that always earlier. inspiring. Uh, most definitely. The, yeah. And not only what he had to say, but how he said it as well. Orators of all time. Agreed. So here's uh, a, a couple of his uh, most famous uh, moments at the microphone. Here we go. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of Injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I've heard that I don't know how many times, and I still get welled up. Yeah. Well, every time. And then there are sure. portions that he had notes written down, but then other parts are extemporaneous, and yet right. you can tell, I mean, how the, the profundity is amazing. Yeah, and then there's the, the mountaintop. Uh, yes, another two one. This one, too. Oh, here we go. We've got some difficult days ahead, but it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. <laughs> I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know the night that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Powerful. Very, very powerful stuff. Amazing. Uh, and that's the lead-in to Ray Coob, ladies and gentlemen. If I may, just to change, I'm I feel that way when I hear your is there some of the improv that <laughs> it has been come to know as. 
Listen, sometimes it has to be off the cuff. It could be simple. <laughs> to be really from the heart uh, to make it uh, Well, that's, that I didn't know was actually the case with the speech. Um, I saw a piece about a fellow who went, played basketball for Villanova yeah. and was there as part of the security team. And I never knew that they were the guys you saw in the, the white paper hats yep, yep. all around. And... And Mahalia Jackson, who may, many people may not know, but she said, tell him about the Dream Martin. That's when he detoured from no his kidding. notes. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. And as he was leaving, he actually, and the guy asked Dr. King for his copy of the speech, could I have that? And yeah. he handed it to him and had it for years. And it's been like a... a That's pretty amazing. I never knew this. Yeah. Well, you're always learning if you keep your ears so, open. And it was a, a guy who played for Villanova and was asked to be part of the security team. Down. And Mahalia Jackson had just said, hey, tell him about the dream. Yeah. Wow. And it went on to be one of the most legendary speeches uh, about in America, American history. One of the history. greatest riffs of all time. Yeah, right? absolutely. All right, well, we only need you to riff one letter today for our Word of the Week prize. Can you and do it? And I don't, have any, I don't have any letters that I can accidentally give away. All right, all right, all right. Yes, all right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter D. Letter as D, in, D as in? Day. All right, we got as it. As in... Uh, as in Dodge Chrysler Jeep yeah. City. They're yeah. doing our drive away Vermont mini vacation that we're giving away for four at Smuggler's Notch, Vermont. And it includes a three-nights lodging and two-bedroom condo. Uh, three days of three mountain lift tickets and cross-country trail passes. That's pretty awesome. Indoor pool and hot tubs yeah. and more. Uh, it's from Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. And you can pre-order your New Year solution, it says. Uh, with just a click at uh, DodgeChryslerJeepCity.net. S-O-Lution. So-Lution. Yeah. Lution. Yes, exactly. Uh, so what's in store for um, everybody listening in today, my man? Well, uh, normal shenanigans in Pierre's stead today. I will have the workforce blocks, uh, a couple special ones today, some birthdays and things like that to celebrate as we rock into Martin Luther King's Day celebration. Nice. Excellent. All right. Nice. Uh, thank you, Ray Coob. And also thank yous are needed for our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also, uh, Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And Jurassic Quest also. Uh, they're coming to Philadelphia January 15th. It's now through the 23rd. Uh, you can get tickets at jurassicquest.com. Tomorrow, uh, Rick Williams will be joining us. Ah. Just assigned to the 11 p.m. newscast. Jim Gardner, not fully retired yet, but he's right. pulling out of the 11 o'clock. And uh, Rick has stepped in to take that position. Uh, we'll also do Tat Tuesday and more. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Steve on the three three.